away. I, 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 my, I, because I installed that RAM earlier this week, mm. I forgot to plug everything in. Oh. So I was like, why is my microphone not working? And there's just a big fat white cable sat unplugged. I was freaking out. Oh, I was so like, you a poo. Oh, could you hear us asking no. you if you were pooing? Yeah, I was no. like screaming into the microphone, like, hello, what? can you hear me? Pooing, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here too. Oh, man. Yeah, um, just to clarify, we weren't actually going to be doing anything this afternoon, but. My dad has declared that he has Easter eggs for us. Oh. Um, so he was like, oh, do you want to pop around at about three o'clock? He only lives like 10 minutes away. So uh, mm. it just, we may have to dip out if we're not already done, but just a disclosure for you there. Is that, is that Joel eating Easter eggs? Who the fuck is rustling? Me. I, so, so, so the problem is, is that this NVIDIA broadcast, which usually disguises all the sounds that I make while I am active. All the rustling and munching. You do not. I, I can, were you not present for the conversation the other day where I told you about at work someone was eating their fucking breakfast on the uh, phone to me and I nearly cried. Wow. Well, the the thing is, is that I have these matcha pretzel sticks. Ooh. So I wanted one <laughs> synchronized. Ooh. Do you sound good. Ooh. Mmm. That's from. Can I? From Easter a, treat. Can I ask a potential? It is it is a real question. Uh huh. Do. Jews celebrate Easter? No. No, they killed Christ. Oh, they did. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very... I don't know a lot about Jesus. No, what, what, what usually happens around Easter is that Passover or Pesach uh, hits around the same time. So, do you still get Easter eggs? Only because my dad's I mean, a, a, a filthy, filthy goy. <laughs> What's a goy? Is that a non-Jew? That's a non-Jew. Like a muggle! Yeah, <laughs> the Muggles of the Jew world. <laughs> I was going to say. So we're saying that Jewish people are also wizards. Well, uh, I thought that had already been established. <laughs> yeah, but also, also, we're actually more accepting than J.K. Rowling. Hey, um, hey. Some Easter fancy some, there. Because someone somewhere deep within the Jewish law. Uh, there is actually reference to six genders. Wow. Ooh, so is very progressive. Is that law mm. L-A-W or L-O-R-E? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my questions were not distastefully asked. Oh, no. They, they no. certainly were, but... Oh, stop it. I tried very hard. hard. <laughs> everything on this is distasteful. I, so. Yeah, but she we just insult- wants to be well-educated. We can insult people all you want, but when you start asking the wrong questions about religion, then people will come for you on the internet, and I'm frightened. Very true. I remember asking Joel many questions at the train station. Oh, when we were stuck because (laughs) Lincoln's infrastructure is dog shit. We got stuck on the way home from Manchester for like five hours. Oh, boy. Absolute dog shit. But I learned a lot about Jewish culture. (laughs) Ah. Yeah, silver linings. I, yeah, no, the, the 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 downside to not celebrating Easter is that Passover fucking sucks shit. I hate it so much. I mean, presumably there's nothing to stop you going into a shop and buying an egg. Or well, just technically, a big alarm go off if you try. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was yeah, disgraceful. A rub- <laughs> A rabbi descends from from the <laughs> ceiling like sting. 
<laughs> and he point he he points he points a, he points a uh, a book at me. And I was thinking maybe a menorah or something like that. <laughs> it says a menorah shaped trident. Yeah. <laughs> Joel Lawrence. <laughs> You think you can come into you think you can come into Asda and you think you can find <laughs> Easter egg on the holiest of weeks <laughs> and then Pacer? the egg explodes <laughs> and little juice come out. <laughs> I was gonna say that the little juice crawl out. <laughs> Wow. Okay, for our thumbnail this week, Joel, I would like you to commission a drawing from your sister of an egg exploding with a rabbi and a menorah trident and little Jews in the egg. (laughs) I'll pay for it myself. Wow. Doubling down. Written and directed by Zack Snyder. (laughs) Everything's grey. I mean, it kind of fits with the, all their outfits. So, mm. oh, oh, happy man. Easter, everybody! Yeah, and yeah. And, and God blesses everyone. <laughs> God blesses everyone. I'm as atheist as they come. I just want chocolate. I have a total of two and a half eggs. Oh, where's the half come from? Uh, they were on offer, and we had an odd number between me and Hannah. So, oh, oh, you split. Ah, what see, what do you have um, a whisper. Oh, um, I think it's say we've got a celebrations one as well. Oh, that one's from my mum because even though I'm twenty, you know, twenty six, she's I am still baby. Oh so, yeah, we yeah. Have, we've been showered with eggs. See, see, <laughs> Hannah's parents have 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 stopped. They, they don't. They don't get them for her now that she's moved out. Oh my god! Oh. I mean, I don't like. I don't see my dad that often, but even he rang me yesterday. Like, um, we've got your Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so, and my grandma on my dad's side, every year when we were kids, she would make little chocolate nests with mini eggs in, and Ooh. she's she rang me the other day like, I've given your Easter ne- nest to your dad. Oh, very cute. <laughs> And then um, we got some rabbit-shaped shortbread from my grandma on Fran's side. Oh, yes. <laughs> Lovely. With some birding biscuits. Uh, I, my mum got, got me, got all of us Easter eggs and stuff, um, but also because they were only like the little mini egg Easter eggs, she oh. felt bad because she's a feeder, so... <laughs> So she also got us like Terry chocolate orange eggs in a, another packet of mini eggs. Um, but what my dad's been doing since I was very little is, and even to this day, even though I'm 26, and you have to eat the Easter egg before he gets to it because what he does is he smashes all the Easter eggs up into one big Tupperware box. <laughs> <laughs> what? And so it's democratically even that everybody's got the same amount of eggs, even though... We've all got the same amount of eggs because we've all been given one each by each individual person that's given us an egg. What the fuck? That is the most chaotic thing I've ever heard. (laughs) So, but even smashing for himself. Well, here's the thing: this year, he's not done that. He has smashed the eggs up, but into their own little doggy poo bags. (laughs) So they're all individual. They're all individual eggs, but they're just smashed up. 
so they're easily stored because this is his weird thing. I'm sorry, but is your dad okay? <laughs> no, no, he's not. Because what then the what is done in what he's done instead of leaving the mini eggs that I had eaten half of and my sister's mini eggs, which she hadn't opened, and the cherry, cherry chocolate orange eggs, which haven't been touched, he has mixed them all into one big Tupperware box. <laughs> Wow. He just has this desperate compulsion to smash eggs. Mm. But but he's mixed all the ter- all the all like the little mini eggs and the Terry's chocolate eggs you know into one is? into one box. That is hundred percent chaotic good. <laughs> did he But there's no reason to did he no suffer reason like to. a like a childhood tragedy at the hands of some eggs. So he just feels the need to to destroy them whenever he sees them. Look, I, he was telling me about his childhood the other day, like how how um, when they moved to Manchester, when they moved to Manchester from Blackburn, it, it is um, they didn't move schools because it was halfway through, like whatever the equivalent of GCSEs were. Mm. So he had to travel by himself at fifteen from Manchester to oh Blackburn every day before eight o'clock. Oh my god! The what worst. the fuck? How far how is long that? Did that even take? Uh, yeah, back in the seventies, that would have... to keep him going <laughs> <laughs> in a little bag, <laughs> like the Twilight guy. <laughs> Your dad is <laughs> Emmett from Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some breaking news as well, actually. Oh, I, breaking I re- news. received a message from Hannah saying that her mum has got us Easter eggs. She mm. just texted her and she's going to get them later. So we have two more eggs. Oh, <laughs> boy. Make sure you put them in the communal Tupperware. Yes, we'll smash them up. <laughs> mix she... them all around. Question, Make actually. them into a big Tupperware thing of chocolate goo, probably. I was about to say, that was what I was going to ask. Does Hannah goo her Easter eggs? Ooh. <laughs> Let me ask, actually. Hannah... <laughs> Anne, do you make goo out of your Easter eggs? <laughs> ah, she has done in the past. So there you go. Oh, there, you, there you have it, folks. Can it goo? Yes. Can it goo? <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck is this so chaotic already? <laughs> I feel like uh, this needs to be explored. What foods can I goo and what ones can't I? <laughs> Each week, Jacob's going to come back in his lab coat and give us his findings. I got a tin of beans. They did yeah. not goo. <laughs> Actually, they just got very hot. I've had to contemplate gooing one of my eggs. Oh, tell the story. It, because it's already mildly gooed. Oh, I see. Because um, Fran left it in the boot of her car and we had some warm weather. Halfway there. So my, my Reese's egg um, is mildly flat. <laughs> it's got like a concave. <laughs> oh. It's sort of to sink in on itself. It's but fortunately, <laughs> mine was underneath like a baby Ollie's. Like was dropped on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> mine was underneath head. Ollie's in the boot, so it didn't it didn't suffer as much. He basically took a bullet for me in egg form. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not true love. Yeah, because yeah, my mum got him a Reese's egg and she got me a Cadbury's egg because I'm a... A slut for Cadbury's. Mm. But Ollie got me a Ferrero Rocher egg. Ooh, yes. that's, that's oh, yes. I remember yeah. this. Didn't you pick it out? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ollie was like, did I get that? <laughs> I guess <laughs> yeah, I paid for much. it. <laughs> yeah. And um, you, what did you pick for yourself? I got, I have a lint egg. Oh, yeah. Lovely. 
I actually think you fancy paid for both fancy. Of them. I did pay for both of them. That sounds about just, right. It was part of our big shop, and and you, <laughs> you were paying. <laughs> and Melv, if you would like to know what he got us for Easter, <laughs> um, he got us um, <laughs> hazelnut lint bunnies. <laughs> I, I took him to the shop myself to pick them out <laughs> to buy some hazelnut lint bunnies. You're Absolutely, like, no, 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 Jacob. What's wrong? What you got you? <laughs> all, all his love and floof. Oh. <laughs> And that's what we get God from Monty. God blesses everyone again. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking lamest excuse to buy some chocolate I've ever heard. <laughs> well, you say that, but on Mother's Day, <laughs> I remember Ollie's mum was really upset that Ollie didn't get a card from Mel for me. Oh, no, we do that. She was like, Oliver, that's so mean. <laughs> I was brought up in a house with a, a mad cat lady being my mum. So yeah, pretty much birthdays, any kind of <laughs> any kind of event, there was always stuff from the cats. So, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of uh, carried over. And yeah, Hannah got a Mother's Day present last year. Well, Oliver, I'm just look. You've, you're slacking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ollie has just sent an image mm. to the group chat of uh, Gabumon crucified. <laughs> Happy Easter. Some heavy shit. Yeah. <laughs> he died for our sins. Oh, let let's start this podcast. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so Grappling Beans then, to start off the show. Very weird. Um, so as, as I said in the kind of preamble, but we might not end up keeping that in, we are a week away from WrestleMania, so things are very much... We're, we're on the road to WrestleMania, and we're about to... We're about to hit the end of that road. We're at the service station right now. <laughs> We've got off the fast lane and, and yeah. pulled in for a Mackey's breakfast. We're at the services. Might get a, a, a drink and a magazine or a sandwich from the little WH Smiths. Yeah. You, there is no better description for what Raw and SmackDown are than a <laughs> shitty service station in the middle of the UK. Little service station, yeah. I've been to some great ones, but yeah, I'm sure... I'm sure we're in SmackDown with King because it's ten quid for a burger. God. The toilets are a mess. You might even have to pay to use them. Yeah, twenty p. Brutal. Anyways, so we left off last week um, with the scores being three hundred twenty-five for Cody Selfalatio, <laughs> six seven five for Stone Cold Bean Austin, seven nine five for the Great Bro Khan. And seven nine nine for the loose explosions. So there was oh. only four points between me and young Ollie. Um, as far as I remember, there were no trades made last week. Or well, uh, uh, well, within this week, should I say? I believe um, although, I did make a trade. So yeah, for for last week's stuff. Oh, oh, was it? Is that um, part of last week's? Yeah, I think so. There wasn't. No one's made any since we recorded last. I don't think. Um, Although, yes, Ollie, you weren't present to justify your bad bunny choice um, <laughs> over Kevin Owens. We assumed it was because he was, yes, going to be having this singles match with it, The Miz. It, it was, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, confident. Are you confident in your pick? I'm, I'm very confident in 
the the bad rabbit in the worst bunny (laughs) um although yeah i may as well mention now that actually while i was going through things last night i thought of a trade i wanted to make um so i went ahead and did it as ollie had freed up kevin owens i have traded out baron corbin um and have picked up kevin owens as he has a mania match and he i think he's probably going to win it so he does doesn't he he does. He's going to be going up against Sami Zayn with Logan Paul present. I was going to say, are we able to pick Logan Paul? Wait, Oof, I'm what? going to get into Have that. I I've got some. This Logan no. Paul has got a match at Mania. He, he's, so he's, he's going to be involved. Oh, shut up! He's like the worst human being. So basically, Sami Zayn has been going on his conspiracy theory run, um, <sighs> making his special documentary, being like, "Everyone's against me," and he made like a flippant comment at one point on Twitter, saying, "Oh yeah, this documentary comes out. We're going to do Logan Paul numbers." And Logan Paul actually saw the tweet and was like, "Yeah, man, they did you day." And they were like, "Do you want to come on SmackDown?" And so he was there on SmackDown this Friday, and it was announced that he's going to be accompanying Sami Zayn at Mania as well. I'm disappointed in Sami Zayn. Logan Paul a Mania. Yeah. yeah. Of all the people to lump Logan Paul with, Sami Zayn seems like such a Sammy nice guy. Would be but I guess, I yeah, guess in, for, in character? For story purposes, yes. I guess it's very Sami Zayn. But <laughs> I wonder how Sami Zayn feels about this on a personal level. I guess probably we'll, we'll not very happy. Um, so yeah, we got. I've, I've got some fantastic Logan Paul related statistics later on. Um, oh great! When we hit when we hit SmackDown, but uh, before SmackDown, we had Raw this week, um, which featured seven matches with Bean points being won for Ollie via Sheamus and Bobby. Um, Joel had Braun as per usual, um, and I had Xavier Woods and Drew McIntyre getting me points. I don't think Lauren scored any points from matches. Ooh. Um, I was from what I can see. Yes, it's clearly deliberate. Before I make a very big comeback. Ah, yes, that's it. You're going to give the, us the false hope, the underdog story. That's exactly. Right. Yeah, the the boyhood dream and all that. Um, bonus point. Big winners were basically the Hurt Business, as they were all over the show with their breakup angle, um, with a load of other people getting points overall. But yes, it was largely very Hurt Business based. Um, and. Apparently they are not happy about it. I don't think anyone's happy well, about it, was, probably other than Vince and Baron Corbin. Yeah, there was that tweet from Shelton that kind of made sense both in and out of kayfabe. Yeah. He deliberately probably uh, left it quite vague. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, there was that. This was expected, but... Yeah, there was that report. There was that report going around of um, they went to go convince Vince yeah. to pull the angle. Bobo and MVP. Um... And he basically went, nah. Yeah, I just, I just don't. My, my guess for the reason is, is that Vince thought, oh, people actually like this group. They look cool as a group, and he's supposed to be a heel. So let's put him with Baron Corbin instead. I we're have... too good. We're too good at making heels that are likable. But what do we do to make them unlikable? Mm. Uh, we'll just split them up. I have a lot of thoughts about this. This Bobby and Drew um, build and how some people think it's going to go. Um, I'll get into that later. But I found myself like last weekend when I first heard. No, it would, it would have been yeah on Monday um, when I first heard that. They were breaking up the Hurt Business and putting him with Baron Corbin to try and get, you know, Bobby booed more and stuff. I found myself 
realizing that I'm actually really, really quite invested in this Drew versus Bobby match, where I really didn't think I was. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. Um, main kind of, yeah, headlines from, from Raw were the head, Hurt Business breakup. Um, Bobby basically says, friendship ended with Cedric and Shelton. Big banter Baron is my new best friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> The big breakfast. Uh, yeah. Um, and I mean, I've traded Baron away now, but it basically meant that I I picked Baron as one of my SmackDown guys because I realized I didn't have very many SmackDown guys and he's basically moved to Raw now. So uh, yeah, that's just one of the many reasons why I traded Baron Corbin away for Kevin Owens. But um, yeah, with this Drew versus Bobby match, um, the main concern why they why people seem to think that they've put Baron with... Um, with Bobby in this case is so that they can get Bobby booed because they're scared that Bobby's going to get cheered going into WrestleMania and that people are going to boo Drew. Well, that's hard to say. Um, (laughs) um, And I'm just like, honestly, if you're one of those people that feels like they're going to boo Drew McIntyre because you like Bobby Lashley instead, I'm like, Drew, Drew carried this company throughout like the weirdest shittest year in wwe history and you can't put aside your smarky ball crap just to give him this moment in front of a crowd where he can actually just win the title and actually have the moment be properly perfect i'm like can wrestling are wrestling fans that petty but the mm-hmm. thing is i don't think anyone's actually expecting McIntyre to get booed. That's it. I I don't think he will get booed. I don't think people have soured on McIntyre. I mean, I'm sure a few people have, but I don't think people have really soured on. It's more that there might just be cheers for both guys. Yeah. I think that's that's what's going to happen, is is both dudes are going to get cheered because both dudes are cool as shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. You've you've created two cool characters that people like. Lord and forbid. You know two two cool characters. I want to see them smack each other. Yeah, I want to yes, find out who's going to win. I'm not saying that the heel face dynamic needs to die. Like you can still but have a bad guy the, that you tune in to see get beat. Yeah, see but New Japan fans, without spoiling anything. Um, but but the fans are smart. The fact that the, the regular fans are smart enough to understand like hey i can like both dudes i know he's a bad guy but you know hey i i'm I from florida and attending and godzilla i also <laughs> yeah. enjoyed them punching each other i like batman and superman i like neither <laughs> um my my concern with this going forward is that obviously they've sabotaged this build somewhat by breaking up the hurt business and inserting baron corbin into it and I just mm. hope that people don't turn on Drew because of that, because it is kind of to benefit him. Obviously, it's like, oh, well, he's the company guy. Vince wants to make sure that he's he's positively viewed over everyone else. And they killed the Hurt Business just so Drew would get cheered. Well, fuck Drew. I'm going to boo him then. And I'm just <laughs> like, really? I, I, I can see wrestling fans being that petty. I'm like 90% sure it won't happen. But there shouldn't still be that 10% of doubt in the back of my mind with how good Drew's been this year. So, I'm like, people should just just let him fucking have this, please. So what is Corbin's involvement here then? Is well, he actually going to be there basically, in the match? Is he so, be at ringside? Or? As, as far as I'm aware, uh, obviously they've still got one week of Raw remaining. Um, but basically they broke up the Hurt Business and Bobby put out a 
bounty on Drew McIntyre's head, uh, basically, yeah. to anyone who would take him out before WrestleMania. And the only person who seemingly successfully did that was Baron Corbin right at the end of Raw. And then he kind of posed with MVP and Lashley. So people were like, is is Baron the new Hurt Business now? Um, <laughs> and that's since been clarified by MVP on Twitter. It was like, Baron is not in the Hurt Business. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's just we kind know of... He sucks as well. He's just kind of general Bobby Lackey right now, I guess. They have a match on Raw this Monday, Drew versus Corbin. I don't know what's going to happen there, but... Hopefully yeah. it's just another a hurdle for Drew to overcome and kick Corbin yeah. in the head without slapping his thigh, uh, and then <laughs> that that's it. It was just a, a, a extra side quest for Drew before his yeah. before his title match. It's just very heavy handed in how they've they've done it to be like no 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 you drew Bobby now look his Baron kind of thing. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit shit, but yeah if anything it made me realize that wow i do actually really care about the outcome of this wwe title match because i will be pissed if the fans shit on this and uh, I, if drew doesn't get his proper moment i will be really really mad because i really like drew mcintyre i i also like drew i have been in the bobby camp for this just because i i think up until now it's all been really well done i really enjoyed mm-hmm. it win he just looks like a badass i don't expect him to win but i would enjoy him getting a longer reign Mm. Um, but no i've not soured on mcintyre because of that i i would be happy the 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 way that i would do this if people if we're intent on having a long title reign for bobby lashley is i would literally have drew win it at mania and lose it the next month at backlash or whatever the next pay-per-view is and then you can have as long a reign as you want for Bobby. I just feel like Drew really, really deserves this moment at WrestleMania to win in front of the fans because he didn't get that last year. Is that match night one or night two? It is night one. It's the main event of night one, yeah. Because I I had my own little fantasy booking idea, which is is really going into the tinfoil hat territory. (laughs) There is one match that people seem to want to see, and with it being night one, if you have Bobby retain, can you have... A surprise appearance from Brock Lesnar Oof. to challenge him for night two. Bobby Brock. Yeah, yeah. That is, that's the match, surely, that hasn't <laughs> happened yet. It's apparently what Bobby was promised when he came back, yeah. and that was one of the main reasons he came back, and they've just not given it to him. Can you can you give that match on a day's notice and get ramp up the buy rate for, for day two? It do, would do be you have pretty to crazy. Them individually? Do you... I, I don't even know what the paper. Oh, it's Peacock, isn't it? It's all Peacock now. Yeah, I don't know. I presume they still sell it as a pay per view, but I don't really know how um, the two night shows work. I I think it's just one one payment one, one payment because charging a hundred dollars for <laughs> WrestleMania seems like an abs- absurd thing. But it's like twenty four hours of content, Joel. It's a whole week of content. <laughs> It's, it's, it's like an hour's worth of good content yeah. <laughs> um anyways there, there was more that happened on raw um sheamus and riddle are official for wrestlemania as well for the united states title um which would have potential gains for ollie again as he's a sheamus boy um and uh, yeah. potential heartbreak for me um 
Seamus did beat Riddle this week on on Raw, um, and he beat him so bad he forgot his lines in his backstage promo. <laughs> yeah, I did see that actually. Which, as hilarious as it is, I'm like, it's a good job it happened to Matt Riddle of all people, because he's he's one of the few people on their roster who could genuinely get away with it. Because if if this happened to like Bobby Lashley, for instance, and he was just like, oh, I, I, f- I forgot what I was going to say. Whereas it's because Matt Riddle's just a stoned idiot the whole time on TV. It's like, yeah, of course he fucking forgot he was going to say, and then he just scooted off. So what, what is, it's not the only thing he's gotten Matt away Riddle's with. <laughs> Whoa. I mean. So yeah, I was like, you know what? It's actually quite fortunate that if anyone was going to forget their lines, it was Riddle. What is Matt Riddle's PG character? He's really stoned idiot. Yeah, he's stoned without them he's saying he's stoned. Dude. He's just a yeah. He's just a bit kind Shaggy. of derpy. Yeah, it's, it's is it legal in Florida? Uh, no, I don't oh. think so. I'm very surprised. Too Republican. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Riddle forgot his lines. It was quite funny. <laughs> legal high fiend Matt Riddle. That's it. He's <laughs> just, just calling that the legal high Matt Riddle. <laughs> It's Sunny D that's got enough preservatives. It's just a sugar rush. <laughs> he just drinks a load of Sunny D. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he seems and, the type. Yeah, yeah. And finally, um, Daddy Drew won not only <laughs> one match, but two matches um, against both Ricochet and Ali. So he scored 40 points just from matches alone. The absolute legend. Um, so final scores for Raw were 17 for Stone Cold Bean Austin, uh, 54 for Cody Self-Felatio, uh, 115 for the Loose Explosions, and 142 for the Great Bro Khan. So, yeah. So I, I, I got Raw this time. It's usually how it seems to go. Um, but will Ollie pull back with SmackDown? Um I actually watched SmackDown this week, so I actually have a bit more context when reading out these results. Um, and it proved to be pretty interesting scoring-wise as well. Um, so there were four matches with winning points gained by Bianca for me, Daniel Bryan for Lauren, and Otis for Joel. Uh, good old Otis. Um, the bonus points, there were a load of those classic promos I was talking about last week going around um, with the Mysterios, the Street Profits, and the Dirty Dogs all having their kind of little pop-out TV promo sort of things, um, which gets them eight points each. It's pretty crazy. Um, only the Alpha Academy got a normal mic segment, which is somehow worth a quarter of as much, even though they actually have to be there in person for it, which is kind of weird. Um and otherwise, a lot of points for all the women on the show, as it's they're seemingly all being thrown into the tag scene via a big old brawl. So yeah, be- I, I I was on the the subreddit, and I was people uh, that thread that was going round of um, like the women's booking has turned back to divas era booking it kind of, of is. three minute matches and. Like Sasha Banks has barely been on Sasha Banks and Bianca Bella have barely been on TV. And the storyline that they did have was, whoa, can these rival women coexist? It's like no, they're, they're fighting each other at WrestleMania. <laughs> and and As- Asuka and Rhea Ripley. Whoa, Out can they coexist? Asuka's not been Asuka wasn't on TV for weeks. I mean um, p- people are pointing to the fact that Bruce Pritchard is just kind of shitty to women so well yeah i mean it's it's very typical wwe stuff just being like well all women hate each other don't they 
That's the yep. that's the thing. I still remember the Paul, Paul Heyman had his uh, cook fetish, and um... <laughs> I still remember that that one line from Matt Stryker at one of the Royal Rumbles when Beth Phoenix eliminated Carly by kissing him over the top rope, <laughs> and he was like, "Well, well, you know what they say, Michael: never trust a woman." And it's like, <laughs> "Whoa, Matt! <laughs> All right, who says yeah. that?" <laughs> um, yeah. Very WWE is is very reminiscent of just kind of. There's no battle royal, so we're all we're just gonna pair them off into tag teams. No, there's a battle royal happening on SmackDown or something. The Andre the Giant one is. I don't know if there's a women's one. Um, I think I think the rest of the women's roster, as I say, have just been paired off into tag teams like Naomi and Lana and Carmella and oh, Billy it's, Kay it's and Team Bad and PCB all yeah, over again. All this nonsense. Um the submission so sorority. It's <laughs> it's not been announced for Mania, any kind of women's tag title match. Um it very well might do this week um on, on Raw SmackDown. Um or it could be on this yeah post Mania SmackDown that they seem to be hyping where the SmackDown tag titles and uh the Andre the Giant Battle Royal is going to be happening as well. Um, speaking of that, actually, I saw an April Fool's version because it got announced on April Fool's Day that Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and I saw an April Fool's version of it get shared first before I'd seen anything, and it had Virgil listed as the last entry, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I mean, it's not, it's not the morning anymore. So, I mean, is this, is this, have they, have they hired Virgil for this battle? Ro- <laughs> like they just randomly had to tanker one year. I'm like. <laughs> Is Virgil going to be here? I remember that so vivid. I, I can't believe I remember that more vividly than anything from that particular <laughs> yeah. WrestleMania. He's um, supposed to get his own entrance. Yeah, he, he just wandered out with the rest of them. Bless him. <laughs> I just remember us going, is that Tatanka? He's just there. And then, I, I'm pretty sure Michael Cole said the same line. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Tatanka. <laughs> um, I think there was a same one with Shaq. It probably was, yeah. Yeah. He just showed up. Jack, man. He was just there in the crowd. He was just visiting backstage. He just wandered out from catering. He thought he was going to the toilet and just ended up in a battle royal. He's He's come a long way, though. The match he had in AEW was actually pretty good. Shaq and Cargill versus Cody and... Oh, Red I Velvet. Thought, I was about to ask <laughs> we showed up in Oh no, I was talking about Shaq, sorry. <laughs> I mean, they could hire Tatanka, they could make it work somehow. AEW edition. <laughs> <laughs> in the Casino Battle Royal or something, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, main things to happen on SmackDown other than matches. Um, a wild Logan Paul appears. Yeah, that's probably the, the main big thing, really. Um, so concerning Logan Paul and how this kind of factors into the fantasy league at the very least, um, Logan Paul isn't on the site yet. So I know you wanted to pick him, but <laughs> he you can't you can't pick him up right now. But I can say that if he was on the website, he would have earned points. Um and he would have earned more points than the following people who just haven't been featured on SmackDown this week. Um Alistair Black, uh, Big E. 
Buddy Murphy, Kalisto, and Shinsuke Nakamura were all people who Logan Paul would have scored more points than. Um, which uh, that's was pretty sad on multiple <laughs> levels, considering one of them is the Intercontinental, <laughs> Intercontinental Champion, champion. Um, and is having a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, and and the most fun fact of all is that if Logan Paul was available to be selected. Um, this week, he would have scored the exact same amount of points as our universal champion, Roman Reigns. Because <laughs> they just both did interviews, and that was it. They both scored three points. So, oh my god. Yeah. I hate this company so much sometimes. <laughs> um, so, hey, did you know they had to cut all those wrestlers for budget reasons? I know, right? And then we'll just go give Logan Paul a bunch of money to appear on a couple shows. Mental. Um... As I say, yeah, the women's <laughs> tag scene is seemingly heating up via the aforementioned brawl. Um, so literally, it now seems that the only woman on the roster who seems to be AWOL right now is Bailey. still, which is ridiculous. Uh, it's insane. She disappeared. She's actually just disappeared. She's still is she prego? I would imagine not. <laughs> she did just separate from her fiancé. Ah. Um who works for AEW, Aaron I mean, Solo. maybe maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, well, I don't maybe know. she needs to take some time for herself and rediscover her soul, you know? Possibly. She was uh, she was on the show a couple of weeks ago doing like a silly little segment like they do on the talk shows where it's like, oh, I read comments about myself. <laughs> um, and that was it. So yeah, she's got nothing going on at Mania. Hope- hopefully she appears in a, some sort of surprise capacity or whatever. But She boots Hulk Hogan over the, <laughs> over, the, over the little banister that they're going to have him up on. Yeah, with Titus. Titus pretends not to see anything. Yeah. And then, and then just takes Hogan's place. Hogan's spine <laughs> just shatters. <laughs> um, even Billy Kay and Carmella seemingly are teasing becoming a team now, um, as Billy Kay handed her resume to Carmella, and Carmella actually looked interested. Um, which makes me very Oy. happy because I, I love Billy Kay. I think she's so funny. I, Billy, Billy Kay is incredible, but there are literally zero reason to split. That's it, um, exactly. The iconics up, <laughs> considering that they're just now going to throw her back into another well, they, tag they team. Threw Peyton into a tag That's team it. with Lacey Evans. You guys are taking the words out of my mouth. This is exactly what I wrote. I was like, it's it's nice that Billy's being able to do something, but why are you just putting her in a tag team when she was in a perfectly good one before with Peyton where she had a lot more chemistry and they did the exact same to Peyton where they paired her with Lacey so what the My fuck is the point of all of this is like did something happen to mean that they had to split them up or they is just, it is it just a giant bit because they're going to have a dramatic reunion at some point well they did that in the Royal Rumble they interacted yeah, I think in they the just Rumble split yeah because they got drafted to opposite brands so there was a report going around quite a few months ago now that Vince was like, Peyton Royce, wow. And was going to be the, the next big thing. He was like, I want to push Peyton. And then I guess he's forgotten. <laughs> so he she split them up. flavor of the month. Yeah, basically. Um, he split them up and then, yeah, had her on her own for a few weeks and then was like, Lacey Evans, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then promptly forgot about Peyton because she's not blonde probably. <laughs> Which so. is why I think she's been dyeing her hair blonder and blonder recently. It's very true, actually. Yeah, she I wants didn't even consider the wow that. again. <laughs> um, Jacob, will you do it one more time? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they do so a far better version of it on OSW with the Gary Strider. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Run for a night on the town. <laughs> um, yeah, and the final point, and perhaps my favorite point of this week's SmackDown, is that Otis, Joel's boy, um, has a total of 69 points. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't have any other wrestler at 69 other than Otis, the meatiest sex number. <laughs> in his little leotard yeah yeah he's doing great um so points for smackdown were very interesting as i say um last place for smackdown was ollie which is very unusual uh-huh. with a total of 11 uh-huh. points as i have um, both champions you have you had both roman reigns and Big E, who are yeah the two top champions on smackdown also Bobby Lashley for Raw, but um, yeah, Roman Reigns and Big E both featured either not at all or in a very small capacity, so Did only 11 points. points. Do you not get any what points? Any bunny points. Bunny points on SmackDown? No. It, I mean, from either. Easter. Oh, Nothing bunny points. Yeah, I believe the there was. Rabbits. I believe there was. Um, they were building the, the, the Miz match some more. Um, I, I didn't watch Raw this week, uh, so I, I know they were on there. I don't know what they were doing, but I know they were on there at the very least. I think they were in bunny outfits. Oh, oh God, yeah, there was the Hey Hey Hop Hop song. Oh, I, no. I, yeah, I did actually see that. That's what it was. Yeah, mm. um, the Miz is nearly is in his nearly nearly forty. Is one is one of those things they bring up on Wrestle Talk quite a lot. Is that they had a lot of people write in saying that. When Miz won the WWE title, they were like, oh, this is it. Miz is finally going to get another serious title reign. He's going to hold the belt for a while. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, boy. <laughs> Look out for these people. They are not going to be in a good place. <laughs> but yeah, SmackDown. Um, finished, yeah. Ollie had 11 points. Um, I ended up scoring 56. Um, Lauren scored 85 and Joel scored 88. Hey. So, yeah. Um, top earners for the week in, overall were Dolph Ziggler at number five, uh, Seamus at four, McIntyre at three, Daniel Bryan at two, and Bobby Lashley at one. Um, so that leaves the final scores for this week at the very least at 467 for Cody Selfalatio, 777 for Stone Cold Bean Austin, um, 925 for the Loose Explosions, and 993 for the Great Bro Khan. So I've pulled ahead of Ollie quite a bit. Oh, are you closing in on the big win? I could be. Not because I've been doing particularly well, but just because all these SmackDown guys seemingly underperformed this week. Jacob, Tamina is so close you could taste her. Oh, I'm I'm salivating at the thought. (laughs) She's sat sat on my windowsill waiting to be painted and affixed to a pedestal. Waiting for me. Um, But it is still all to play for, with next week being the season finale which is, of course, WrestleMania. Um, as I did with Fastlane, I do have a bit of a preview going here for WrestleMania and how things are going to go. So, um, as, yeah, next week is WrestleMania, we'll preview it now. Um, so night one is Cesaro versus Seth Rollins, um, which is a Joel versus Lauren match. Um, mm-hmm. It's tough to know who's going to win this, as it is a pretty new feud, in my opinion, and it could go past Mania. So I could see maybe Seth getting the win and then Cesaro getting his win back after Mania. Um, But it'd be nice to see Cesaro win. I don't know what you guys think. Delightful 50-50 booking. (laughs) 
<laughs> <laughs> that's it. That, that's how you got to. That's how you got to predict these well, things. Cesaro did have his big swing, so I'm assuming that Seth Rollins is gonna. He swung him win. a lot of times. Yeah. The only thing I've kept track of in that feud is Seth Rollins' suits. Is they're very good, aren't they? I they're wish fantastic. I had the, the confidence to dress like that. <laughs> but I, yeah, if, he's if you a, win, you should wear one of those suits to claim your title. <laughs> should I? Such a reward. You need I'll have a, the single glove and everything <laughs> as well. I'll just do a Seth Rollins cosplay. Um, we've also got Braun versus Shane in a cage, a steel cage, which is a Joel versus Ollie match. Um, I personally see this going to Braun. Yep. <laughs> it's it's just another excuse to throw a fifty year old man off. He's pretty much cage. jumping off that cage. <laughs> yeah, um, I believe I'm say Shane wins by falling off from. Oh my god, it could happen! Oh, oh you put the thought in my head now. That's absolutely going to happen. <laughs> They're going to have like Elias and Jackson Riker like set up a bunch of tables outside or something, and Shane's going to fall <laughs> off to the outside and be cushioned by the tables or something. <laughs> And that's he how he's jobbers. Didn't they do that finish with Roman Reigns in Saudi uh, Arabia? They didn't they get like speared through, through a cage or something. I don't know. No, that was that was that was Brock Lesnar. But Shane definitely beat Roman in Saudi Arabia. But wow. Anyways, oh, mm. um, I believe Braun <laughs> is rumored to be the next Universal Championship challenger or not Universal uh, WWE cha- Championship challenger for whoever wins through Bobby. So. Like that's why I thought he was going to win, but now you said that whole Shane thing, I'm like, mm. yeah, Shane's challenging instead. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh. he is the, the greatest wrestler. Yeah, well, it only makes sense. Yeah, well, yeah, the champion was the best in the world, as declared by Saudi Arabia. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's, he won the the wrestling World Cup or whatever it was <laughs> on the threat of death. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have the Raw Tag Team titles, The New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. Um, that is a me and Lauren versus me match. So I win either way. I, I am oddly invested in the AJ Styles Omos team because yeah. the, the promo Omos gave this week of just like, these games don't matter anymore. And it's just like, great. Yeah, let's just throw away the uh, the being friends for you know that they're they're gonna split because they're not friendly. Yeah. It's just like Omos is there to fucking do a choke slam and probably bust his knees by the age of thirty five <laughs> in his big mauve jumper. <laughs> He's got some great looks. He's been talking to Seth Rollins about that drip. <laughs> Don't you ever say that again. That's what everyone's, been, everyone's been talking about the drip. <laughs> The kids are into the drip. <laughs> I checked the stocks. The drip stocks are way you up. Sound, you start, sound more out of touch than Dave Meltzer. <laughs> uh, even, even on Up, Up, Down, Down, Ricochet changed his name to Dripochet. Oh, no. Because he's that cool. That's not cool. Um, I thought that the New Day would win this with, yeah, Omos turning on Styles, but that's just me. I don't know about you guys. Nah, because not even, not even. He can challenge for the title. Maybe. (laughs) Not even AJ Styles can make Omos a good wrestler. I've not actually seen any matches of his. I know he's wrestling. There was the man's talents. 
He's had the Braun Braun Strowman experience of he did some matches on dark matches at NXT. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With uh, Malcolm Malcolm Evans, Evans. Yeah. Uh, you, you, don't, uh, you don't know what AJ's been teaching him. He's paired with the perfect guy. He's going to win that match. He's going to bust out the spiral. Tap. I'll let you ask. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say if he does the fucking spiral top rope from Styles the- Clash <laughs> <laughs> through the ring. <laughs> the se- Kofi Kingston is dead. <laughs> Just a pink and blue leg sticking out of the ring. As a mauve jumper. He's the mauve mauve jumper. (laughs) Or like a mauve singlet. Just make his gimmick be the man in mauve. But it's all velvet. It's Ooh. like it's like real high end. Like he's he's using that check that AJ Styles yeah. is cutting him every week. And all that old Raw Underground money from Shane McMahon. <laughs> I am a bit concerned with the uh, black valet. Um, the the quotations. Pers- yeah, with the white person. <laughs> I mentioned quite... this on last week's podcast, and then listened to it back, and I was like, I kind of regret saying that. That sounds kind of dodgy. <laughs> it does sound dodgy, but come on, like. The, the the good old country boy with his very tall hired gun hired gun it's like yes. i am waiting i am waiting for the racist gag to be dropped with aj styles oh man it's a matter of time it's only a matter of time considering his uh other he's one of, the, one of them southern boys with the farmer strength <laughs> <laughs> it he's loved by the gay community the gay community um, we also have Bad Bunny versus The Miz um, with their cornermen Damian Priest and uh, John Morrison um, it's it's an Ollie versus Lauren match um, with technically me on Bad Bunny's side because I do have Damian Priest um, and I mean surely it's a Bad Bunny win I would imagine absolutely um, Damien Priest is going to kick the Miz's head off and yeah, while the ref is down. I was considering swapping out Damien Priest. Um, it, he was, it was him and Corbin I was looking at with the trade for Kevin Owens because I'm like, well, Damien's not actually going to win a match at WrestleMania. He um, is going to take out John Morrison with an yeah. actual arrow. <laughs> he's just thunk. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> he's... He might have a match on Raw this week, though, so I've kept him and been like, yeah, he might win a match in the build against, like, John Morrison. Um, so I kept him and figured Baron Corbin's probably going to lose this week to Drew, and he's not got a Mania match either. So, yeah, ended up keeping Damien, but he's not going to score me too many points, I don't think. Um, but, yeah, Bad well, Bunny's probably going to be not got missed. a Mania match, then he's definitely interfering in the main event. Yeah, you actually might be right. Yeah. Um, we also have... Bianca versus Sasha for the SmackDown women's title on night one. Um, hopefully Bianca gets her moment, but I'm not too sure. Uh, and that's what everyone thinks. Mm. <laughs> uh. I, I think the the other women's match is Rhea v. Asuka, isn't it? Yes. So I think one of the NXT call-ups will win, but not both. Yeah, I can see that. Um mm. I, I have Bianca. I, I would uh, say I think Rhea's more likely, but then why did Bianca win the Rumble? Yeah. Oh, it could go either way. It would suck to have Rhea lose at two consecutive WrestleManias. Um, 
Yeah, considering last year she lost her actual like the the actual belt that <laughs> not only did she lose the title, she lost her like push as well. She lost all that momentum. Um Yeah, because she basically disappeared, didn't she, from yeah. TV for Yeah, she was in she, the she she, she feuded with, with Robert Stone. She did some Robert Stone stuff, yeah. Um she was in the match where Yoshirai beat Charlotte for the title, but she was yeah, just part of it. <laughs> Um, in fact, she was the one do, that took do, the fall. Charlotte didn't even get pinned. Do you think? Do you think that was just Triple H and whoever's booking NXT going like, "Well, she ain't going to be here much longer." Yeah, uh, because Vince has got right, his eyes on her. They, but then, but then there was that interview. She, yeah, and then there was that interview that she that she gave recently where she was just like, "Yeah, I was in catering for the last three weeks." Yeah, she didn't know whether she was. Coming or going, really, yeah. So, yeah, I, I I say that it would suck to have Rhea lose two consecutive WrestleManias, but also if she's going to win the world title at WrestleMania, I'd have preferred a far better story than this. So Than just her showing up. Yeah, like replacement. So it might be a necessary evil just to have her lose because I think Bianca's story is a better one. Um, but, yeah. Unless, unless, Rhea, unless Rhea wins... And then it's a Charlotte Rhea feud as like. Also, my thinking, yeah, I think, yeah, on my notes a bit later. Charlotte can take the belt off her again. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) In my notes a bit later on, I said, will be a good match, probably about 50 50 on this one. If I had to choose, it would be Rhea based on her history with Charlotte, who's probably in the pipeline after Mania. So those are my thoughts anyways she's always in the pipeline she is she can just wander up and be like hey how about that title match and there you go yes oh go on not add one in a couple weeks um (laughs) do you remember that sasha charlotte feud where every week the belt was changing hands yeah (laughs) that kind of fed into to sasha's whole story where she couldn't defend successfully defend her title like ever and and charlotte was undefeated at pay-per-views she was for a long time I, I think that was purely there to just ramp up Charlotte's title wins. Oh, so definitely. She can, she can get level with her dad. Yeah. And then, and then her dad's going to turn on her. And oh, but she hates being compared to her dad, himself. Ollie. She hates being compared <laughs> to him. She, she, why do he, he, he needs to go away. She wants to be her own person while also using all of his moves away. and oh, entrance music. With Lacey Evans. <laughs> She wants to be left her on her own and create her own legacy while using her dad's moves, entrance, entrance gear, <laughs> general in-ring mannerisms, all of it. She, would, but she wants to be our own person. <laughs> um, and uh, somehow we've ended up talking about Charlotte when about the Bianca and Sasha match, um, which you, goes you to wanna, show the state of WWE. See yeah, a woman that's being her own person, then look no further than our very own trophy exactly she exactly she she is her own woman is is (laughs) she's 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 a godsend to the (laughs) wwe did you see the clip from talking smack from uh yesterday of paul Heyman talking to natalia and tamina i only saw it this morning but it was it was uh yeah basically he's having a go at natalia and tamina on talking smack about how they're just pissing and moaning basically that they haven't got a wrestlemania match or like an opportunity of the titles or something like that and he's basically going on about how their families didn't do that kind of thing and he was like 
he said to Natalia, he was like, I can't imagine what your grandfather would say to you right now, seeing you in this state. And then he looks at Tamina and goes, I, I don't even want to get into what your father would do. And it was like, oh my, f- Jesus, Paul. <laughs> that is a man who knows he can get away with murder as well he, like, at this point. You don't. You don't see like him actually say like directly to her face because she's off screen, but it's just like he gestures to Tamina. So I'm like, I'm I'm sure he was talking to her, but it's like, wow. <laughs> I don't I don't even want to think about what your father would do. It's like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> um, and then yes, the, the the main event for for night one we've already kind of spoken about which was bobby versus drew for the title i wrote in all caps drew needs this restart rant if not content with the amount of bitching i did before um (laughs) give drew the fucking title he deserves this if nothing else i don't care if you take it off of him the next month but just give him this fucking moment in front of fans please uh, Jacob, that means you've put it into the into the ether now. That means it's going to absolutely not happen. Uh, yeah, I will be genuinely pissed if it doesn't happen. And I was like, well, I mean, they've got me invested in their world title feud, if anything. Um, so, so well done them. It's probably not intentional, but, um, but yeah. it's it's. It, I I think it's a valid reason to be pissed off. Did anyone? Um, have you guys seen the results of today's New Japan show? No, actually. Oh, um, okay. I, I looked up who the new United Empire member was, but that ah. was about it. Then I won't spoil anything, Ooh. but I had some emotions about some things that happened. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'm, I'll be watching the last two matches at the very least. I'll watch the world title match and the junior tag match. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, back. That was when, yeah, that's when Yo came back. Yeah, and people were like, is he going to turn? Um, so <laughs> they, I don't know. They got, they got a new theme song that sounds oh, like no. the um, the Guardians theme from Breath of the Wild. It really does. It's just like oh. sinister piano music. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't expect <laughs> it, that from Rapongi 3K. No. Yeah. Well, well, maybe they've gone serious. Yeah, it was it, it was a good show. It was, yeah, it was a well. later start this morning. It was a nine o'clock start instead of the. I did set an alarm New for Japan it. Cup. And then I, we... I did set an alarm for it and was like, "Oh uh, yeah," but I felt so tired waking up. I was like, "I I will just watch it later." Oh yeah, we had a a, a breakfast pie. Ooh, <laughs> the the stodgiest <laughs> breakfast I have ever eaten, and it was delicious. <laughs> wow. No, it's because there's this um there's this company called Young Vegans that do um like completely vegan pies. They used to operate out of um a little store in Camden and they you can buy their pies frozen, you just sort of like cook them yourself at home. And they brought out a breakfast pie, so it's got beans, eggs, sausage patty, uh egg egg like substance. Well, it's all vegan, so it's like <laughs> yeah. fake egg, fake everything. Fag. Um, real beans feg. <laughs> um, but it was really delicious but also not Very really heavy. a breakfast food breakfast <laughs> ingredients but surrounded in stodgy ass pastry um, and it was... I have started the day bloated <laughs> I even said to him like you feel really bloated from us having dominoes yesterday you don't have to have pie oh, and then man. he was like pie <laughs> <laughs> challenge accepted yeah <laughs> But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to hijack your your rant there, no, Jacob. But it's just that I no, it was because I have. 
things of my own to talk about, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone, Ooh. so I will hold that back. To hold that back. To link it back in, I bet Drew would like a good breakfast pie. I bet he fucking would, well, you know. Like kind of I bet guy. he would. Yeah. <laughs> he'd, yeah. he'd pick it up in one hand and just take a massive bite oh into God. it. What a man. Beans in his beard. He'd definitely oh, get some down his chest. pie at the Rangers match. <laughs> <laughs> a cup of bovril and some pie. Oh. A cup of bovril, meat pie. Punch is a Celtic fan. <laughs> and then on the way home, sausage and mash. <laughs> you say Punch is a fan. I want him to, to Claymore a fan. <laughs> he just runs in the stands and just jumps. Single leg drop kick. <laughs> Wearing a um, kilt. So yeah, I, I think Drew should win this anyways. I think he will win this anyways. Did you say that you want or think Bobby's going to win, Ollie? Um I would not be disappointed with either result. I've just been enjoying Bobby. Hmm. So, it's big so I, I'd like, I'd, I'd quite enjoy him having a longer run. But yeah, I, I expect a Drew win, and I, I won't be mad about it yeah. either. My, yeah. my mum is Team Bobby Lashley. <laughs> wow. My mum does enjoy Bobby Lashley. Just putting that. Do you think he's real cool? She, she does. I think she, she fancies Bobby Lashley a little bit. Wow. <laughs> he's, a, um, he's a well sculpted man i mean i was gonna say it's as good a reason as any because because i very much fancy drew mcintyre so. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. the crush off that's it um but that's not all that's only one night of wrestlemania no. you thought we were done heck no we've got a whole nother <laughs> night to go um heck no heck no <laughs> The most intimidating <laughs> statement ever from from Jacob Dickens. Matthew. No. You're welcome. Um we have Riddle versus Seamus, which is a me versus Ollie match. Um it was originally Keith Lee's spot, and I hope he's okay. Um but Seamus deserves it, and I can actually see him winning, even though that would not get me any points. Yeah, sure. Seamus and Seamus doing is, stuff. He's he's oh, he's had a heck of a run recently. He's been alright. He's, he's had, had some a... real good matches, big meaty hoss matches. I, the matches with McIntyre were okay, but there was like thirty of them. There were too many. I will agree with that. <laughs> this is the thing that he is. Seamus is one of those where it's like, um, he can have one match with somebody, and you'll think there's been about thirty of them. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got he's got the big show effect. Yeah, he's like, actually had uh, a decent match with the big show. Yeah, they, yeah but they had but a the, strong feud. But how many matches in your mind do you think Roman Reigns and Big Show had between the years 2012 and 2019? Um, at least in triple figures. <laughs> but then you actually look at the results and it's like they had like five or six yeah drew um not drew uh seamus has had at least at least probably about five feuds that i can think of that felt like they were eternal feuds um like seamus and del rio oh god yeah that was was that his baby face run yeah i think he had a feud uh, with like he is quite a long time yeah the best of seven series with cesaro like they weren't bad matches but yeah they do just go on too long don't they the, yeah the one thing about seamus that will always turn me off him and that i will never be able to understand is why he just shouts the word fella fella <laughs> fella what what is what is intimidating about this <laughs> so i remember it's like when some, 
English bloke coming out and shouting bloke. Mate. <laughs> Mate. Uh, um, I remember when he, in his early like face run, um, when he started doing his his rope punches, the beats of the, the Balron or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Um, he used to say Fo-a-Bala, which is Irish for something. Um, and yeah. it's, it's just become fella. I'm sure that means something, so yeah. I'm sure that is fine. Shouting the word fella, it's, it's just nonsensical. What does foa-bala mean? Um, it's a battle cry of Irish origin, meaning clear the way. Yeah, sure. Like he's, like okay. he's worried he's going to poop himself. <laughs> <laughs> clear the way. <laughs> um, that's that that just just reminded this is a complete unrelated tangent but shouting away has reminded me um of of this this band this local band that i knew and i, I won't name anyone um but they sucked and um, <laughs> um, for, for one of their eps they recorded um they wanted to have a bonus track of one of their songs but live version Oh right, uh, okay. And, and it wasn't live; it was just not really mastered properly. Uh, <laughs> and just midway through the song, they got towards the breakdown, oh, yeah. and I think it was their drummer that just stood up and and pretended he was like organizing a mosh pit and shouted, "Oh my Clear god, the floor. Um, <laughs> that's so and, cringy!" <laughs> oh no, yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to share that. Right. <laughs> Clear the that's way. He stood up for his drum kit and Foa Bala. Oh. This was this was in a practice room. This yeah, wasn't even a show. That's hilarious. Okay. I've never heard of a band doing that, but I can totally see it happening. Um, yeah, Christ. yeah, Seamus. Anyway, I think Seamus is going to win. Um, there you go. Um, actually, looking at this Google Google page for Foa Bala, the first question under people also ask is, "What does Seamus yell?" <laughs> so that's clearly the only reason why people know this phrase um we've also got owens versus zane with logan paul in sammy zane's corner um newly acquired kevin owens for me and no one else has sammy zane so this is just a match for me um, yeah i i know that logan paul is paired with sammy zane but like are they acknowledging the public hatred of him like is he a heel so he was pretty inoffensive on smackdown like he agrees with Sami Zayn's points or at least he did on twitter where he was like wow you really are being conspired against then sammy showed the trailer on smackdown to logan and logan was like i i mean yeah i can see you've put a lot of effort into it and stuff it seemed like he was wavering in his heelishness um, for any celebrity guest i'm just expecting him to punch sammy and then sammy gets stunned literally that that's exactly what i think is going to happen as well because kevin came out at the end of the sammy segment and stunned sammy and was basically like why are you being a wanker and then <laughs> he pushed logan paul out of the way as he was getting out of the ring and logan was like oh you fucking you push me um well, so because he's the boxer so it's like sort of. <laughs> yeah so it's like he's not into sammy as much uh, it seems after the segment, but also he's got beef with Kevin still, so he might come out and maybe be in Sammy's corner. But yeah, he he very well could 
deck Sammy, but then Kevin, because he's the ultimate babyface in this scenario, <coughs> he'll just he'll just stun Logan Paul, and I, I hope that happens. If I'm honest, um, so yeah, hopefully Owens wins because that'll just be points for me. Um, and yeah, no one else has Sammy, so it won't be at anyone else's expense either. Um, we've got Big E versus Apollo Cruz for the Intercontinental Title in a Nigerian drum fight. Uh, I'm assuming Excuse this is me. basically. <laughs> Were you I'm, not aware of this, Ollie? I was. I was not. <laughs> I'm. I, I, I'm fully expecting this just to be like, um, a chairs fight, basically. Yeah. So a stairs match. So Apollo Cruz announced this on SmackDown in a in a promo to the camera. Um, I presume this is just going to be a themed street fight as you say it might have some i don't know nigerian style weapons whatever that might be in he's the most kind of stereotypical sense spear. yeah he's, he's actually going to impale biggie <laughs> throw his spear <laughs> um, it just but it doesn't do anything it just gets lodged in his big meaty yeah, head just bounces off just catches it between them yeah um but the way that apollo cruz like actually framed it in his promo and the way he made it sound he made it sound like it was going to be like a battle for like the wakandan crown in black panther <laughs> you know when they're in like the river and they're like fighting with all the people around it and getting jazzed up he made it sound like it was going to be that but it probably will just be like a a street fight i'd imagine um it's going to be an ollie versus ollie match um Ooh. he's gonna he's gonna benefit either way um and presumably Big E wins i've said but yeah uh, I, could, yeah. I could see Apollo getting a win. Okay, okay. He's got a new character. Got to give him something. Yeah, I think Big E's still in his kind of... I think they're still high enough on Big E right now that they won't want to cut his title range short. He was in the new I, Snickers advert. So I've sort of kept track of this feud. Obviously, I hadn't seen this this drum fight announcement, mm. um, but I'd only just realised, because I'd not really heard Apollo's new theme, because I just tend to watch highlights, mm. but why why does he just shout his own name Apollo <laughs> of all yeah, like, the things he could have at the start it's just, it's just him shouting his own name it's like the modern equivalent of where it's the big show <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. wasn't big show shouting, shouting his own name yeah, well, was I guess Michael it wasn't Hayes. Big, it was wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> I mean you've got, you've got songs like Sean Michaels singing his own song, being like, I'm a sexy boy. Again, we didn't get Sean Michaels. Sean Michaels. <laughs> I'm generally trying to think of someone who, someone else who shouts their own name at the start of their theme. Most and, Pokemon. Kind of, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I can't think of it, but um we've also got the fiend with Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Um, it's not been announced as a cinematic match. It's just going to be a normal match, apparently. Um, some some fiendish oh. shit will go down, I'm sure. Yeah, is with, he going to wrestle all crispy, or is he going to have regenerated by then? I, I think he's going to begin the match crispy, but then uncrisp. Um, <laughs> he's going to rehydrate. Yeah, he's going to like <laughs> reconstitute your once he's beaten, your fiend. Once he's beaten Randy Orton, or he'll absorb some kind of essence maybe and he'll, he'll, 
Yeah, he'll be reinvigorated. <laughs> the goo. Maybe he'll yeah. emerge from a vat of goo, like Voldemort, <laughs> yeah. when he gets dumped. Oh, are we going to get a little fetus spray? <laughs> when, they, when they dump him in the cauldron and he comes out yeah. with a cloak on and he's like, aha, hello, I can touch you now. And he just smacks his face against in, in this Randy canon, Orton. Randy Orton is Harry Potter. <laughs> Randy Potter. <laughs> um... This is technically a Lauren versus Lauren match because she has Randy and Alexa, so Alexa might get some points. Um, honestly, I, I guess The Fiend wins. There's obviously definitely going to be shenanigans in some capacity. Um, but yeah, I presume it's going to be The Fiend, if you ask me. I, I would guess so too. Yeah. I mean, they haven't built up his return this long for him to lose That's to it. Randy Potter. Exactly. <laughs> um <laughs> We've already kind of spoken about this match, but we have Asuka versus Rhea Ripley for the WWE uh, Raw women's title. Um, Only points for Joel, possibly, as no one has Asuka and Joel has Rhea. Um, Asuka's had a long run and done nothing. Yeah. I think the statistic was that she's not defended her title on pay-per-view since Zelina Vega, I think, which was like November? Maybe even longer. It might even be like September. But yeah. (laughs) So literally, yeah, she's had this title reign that she's done nothing with. I wouldn't mind them seeing seeing them shake it up. But if Bianca's winning the other night, then uh, who knows? Um, But yeah, I think if I had to choose, it'd be Rhea based on what I said earlier about her probably going on to feud with Charlotte, if you ask me. Boy. Wrestling. (laughs) Boy. Um... And then finally, finally, uh, we have Roman versus Edge versus Brian for the Universal title. Versus um, Mecha Godzilla. Versus Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> um, everyone in the Beans is included here except me, um, with Lauren having Brian, Ollie having Reigns, and Joel having Edge. Um, it's, it's not too Edge. late to switch in Jey Uso. <laughs> I, I have Jey Uso in my oh, team. Um, he does have yeah, Jey Uso in his team. So he's actually been so, a bit disappointing. I've been a bit disappointed with Jey Uso. He's not won like any matches. He gets points like a couple he's each week. He's to but... eat Roman's pins. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a shame. Um, so, I mean, to me, I think we discussed this last week, but it seems like an edge win to me with Brian getting the pin, and that's literally why Brian's in the match. But Brian has derailed Mania plans before, so who knows? Yeah, it 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 definitely just feels like ah, all these two of these guys are basically going to be part time. Yeah, uh, either I, way, I think Brian is eating the pin. To be honest, yeah, yeah, Brian uh, Brian's there to eat the pin I, so that neither of them look weak. I think Edge gets a win in a short reign. Yeah, and then maybe. Maybe they do eventually get their one-on-one match. Well, Edge and Roman? I suppose Edge and, Edge and Roman yeah. or Edge and Brian. Or Edge and Brian, both. actually, yeah. That's that's kind of if he wins it, that's kind of two ready-made programs. Maybe Realistically, against Brian and wins and then drops it back to Roman. Uh, SummerSlam, yeah, that was my thinking. Maybe. And then yeah, Roman holds it through to the next mania where he faces Rock or something. Did you say Rock or Brock? Rock. Because please don't. Inflict that on us again. Dwayne the Brock Johnson. <laughs> um, Dwayne. Dwayne. Um, but yeah. So that that's WrestleMania night two. Um 
got got a little statistic here of the number of talents that we have in Mania matches. So I have seven people. Ollie has eight. Lauren has six, and Joel has four. Um, so we'd all be doing a lot better if the women's tag matches were, were featured at Mania because that's a lot of our teams. Um, so hopefully it gets added this week um, on either Raw or SmackDown, uh, as the card is always subject to change. Um, and that I'm does just it. Point out that you did use the word talent there to refer to Shane McMahon. <laughs> yeah, for contracted performers. <laughs> there you go. Uh, independent contractors. <laughs> independent <laughs> um, contractor Shane McMahon. Yes, that's it. Um, no health insurance for you, Shane. <laughs> screw you, Shane. <laughs> um, and that does it. Yeah, next week is Mania, the season finale, and the the inaugural Tamina Trophy winner will be decided. Um, hopefully, we can all stay awake long enough to watch all of it. Yeah, are you oh, guys going to be attempting right. it live? Yeah, I'm going to be watching it live. Yeah, we're certainly yeah, going to be trying. I, I'll put it on in bed and. Mm. I don't know because the plan obviously the plan is is that we were recording on the Monday as we are we are yes. off. Um Maybe so I mean we'll the nice the nice thing about pie. yeah the nice thing about Saturday <laughs> at the very least is that if you fall asleep during the Saturday show you can watch it during the day on the Sunday um and then maybe the same thing on Monday if you fall asleep during the Sunday show, mm-hmm. but I don't know what time we're recording is the only thing. Why so. don't we go for like a good two or three o'clock to give us a chance to catch up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you know uh, that me and Ollie are just old people now and we're going to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so to give the elderly people a chance, but uh, yeah, uh, next week's podcast will be entirely grappling beans. Whoa. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, because obviously, uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, that's, that's that's the word I was looking for. I completely forgot what I was going to say. Then Jacob's going to uh, be in tears if if Drew loses. <laughs> oh yeah, Jacob crying. may not be able to make it because he's gone on a Godzilla rampage of Milton Keynes. <laughs> uh, well, I think that swings us nicely. Yes, into into our next segment. We, uh, well, well, welcome to Beans Buster. Beans Buster, going from one show to another show to another show. Um, we got this branded yes. on lock. Branded <laughs> on lock. We got everything down. Um, no, uh, no, no copyright intended. Um, yeah, uh, we watched some movies this week. I'm trying to like shift myself back into like hosting position. I've just seen Molly <laughs> sent into our group chat. Sorry. Okay, oh no, what's he what, what done? Oh. Um, oh, Oliver. <laughs> it's not even relevant. <laughs> the, the penis shoes. <laughs> yeah. I hate them so much. Are they like the jelly shoes you'd wear to the beach? There's your thumbnail. <laughs> the loser of Jacqueline um, no. Beans has to buy these shoes. <laughs> Sorry, so Joel. Joel has to buy these shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I could win lots of points and beat Lauren. Yeah, if, if, if like, for instance, I don't know, Otis goes on a chair rampage and kills everyone with a chair. He just gets all the bonus chair points. I've got Hundreds. Edge and Braun. Both of true, them are going to get true. massive points. They will, Imagine hopefully. the scenes now, me and my Moo Moo and penis <laughs> shoes. <laughs> 
living the life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ollie will be like, damn, what did I do to get such a attractive woman? <laughs> he's, he's hit the such jackpot. raw sexuality in that <laughs> one outfit. Yeah, Ollie's really just putting the feelers out there to you by posting it in that group chat, being like, oh, yeah, it's a joke. It's, oh, my, yes. it's, it's my new kink, penis feet. <laughs> Penis feet. Um, Please move on. <laughs> you did this to yourself. Speaking of sexy, sexy penis feet, oh, uh, yeah. King Kong. Uh, <laughs> sure. I mean, uh, I, I mean, they they don't show King Kong's junk in that entire movie, which is amazing. Except the first shot of him scratching his ass. Oh, Maybe yeah. he tucks uh, it up inside himself. For travel. <laughs> for, tra- for travel, for travel, don't want to catch it on anything. Yeah. Look at me. Uh, I'm a girl now. You know what? If he caught it on a sh- on a lamppost or something. You don't. You don't want to breathe your atomic breath on a girl, do you? <laughs> King Kong with his legs like bent inwards. Stupid <laughs> like, monkey! It's a dirty heel trick. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh yeah so uh on, the, on this first proper edition of beans buster we're, we're talking about uh um, godzilla godzilla versus king kong boy or godzilla versus kong because it's not king kong anymore it's just kong no, king kong versus godzilla is the 60s one yeah, yeah. can't can't well, confuse the fans didn't we just establish that um kong is gender neutral there you go can't be a king can't be a king. Oh, it can be whatever uh, he wants. You can be whatever he wants. He wants. Be, a king. be a king. The great O'Kong. You drop this. <laughs> you drop this king. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. So, so this movie. This movie's. I didn't know that they, they, they'd established a monster verse. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is continuing on from Kong Skull Island, and. Godzilla King of Monsters which I also um, watched um and yeah absolutely gushed over I absolutely love King of the Monsters it's so 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 Jacob fantastic. Jacob is actually like a big legit fan of Godzilla I, like I love me some Godzilla they were they were movies I grew up on when I when I was younger um I feel like this was one of the first conversations, like proper in-depth conversations, me yeah. and Jacob ever had. Yeah, when we both we suddenly realised we both liked wrestling and both liked monster movies. <laughs> and it was meant uh, to be. Yeah. That's when the, uh, the little heart filter came over the screen. <laughs> music started playing. I, I yeah. think, I, didn't you? When you were reviewing the the first Godzilla I movie, I did. I did. That, yeah. So I. It was my treat, actually, post um, our final exam in first year of uni was um, I I went to see Godzilla 2014 straight after the exam. um, And it was it was only okay. (laughs) I was like, this is my treat. And it was fine. Do you remember how they how they advertised that Brian Cranston was in that movie? And then he was in like 20 minutes of the movie. Can't believe it. Yeah, I was. those yeah. trailers were fantastic. For the mm. most part, all of these movies do a really good job with the trailers. They basically that that first Godzilla movie, they set it up like a fucking horror movie. Yeah. Like, 
Godzilla looked genuinely frightening. And there was those moments in the movie that were like that, but mm. kind of a common theme is it was a bit let down by the human side. Oh my god. It like Brian Cranston was the only good part of the humans in that movie. I could not give less of a shit about generic army man and his family. Kick ass. There was just nothing nothing to care about. I think it was was it Elizabeth Olsen in that movie? I think it was. Uh, she was the she was his, his wife. Um, I, don't, I don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah, they they were that forgettable. Um and yeah, there was there was so little Godzilla in that movie. Um that yeah. But when when he was on screen it was so cool, but there just wasn't enough of it. Um with King of the Monsters though, I'd say that the they introduced a new set of human characters which are a lot more likable. The only ones that they really kept on were the the scientists like uh, uh what's his name? Ken, Ken Watanabe, the Dr. Shirazawa. Oh yeah, he's um so when me and Lauren first watched those movies together, I just made her aware that the majority of Ken Watanabe's scenes are just like <laughs> reaction faces. And just being just like throughout the movie. Oh, yeah. Every other shot of him is just him looking open mouthed and shocked. And Pretty much. It, and I'm so glad that I was forewarned about this <laughs> because it was my favorite type part of the whole movies because any shot would just pan in and then Ken Watanabe's face. <laughs> he is fantastic and I'm He's great. gutted that they killed him off. That was yeah. so emotional. Yeah, I I that was I, I will admit now, King of the Monsters yesterday, I did get emotional at parts. Um and that was one of them. And I didn't expect it. I didn't I didn't remember that this movie affected me so hard. But yeah, <laughs> Ken Watanabe because he's like, you know, Godzilla's his bro. And so he makes the ultimate sacrifice to to resurrect his boy. I'm like, yeah, that was was a big deal. Um, also wrote here when regards to the human characters for King of the Monsters, um, I felt like a lot more could have been done with Charles Dance as the main villain. He's like, he's a fantastic yeah, yeah. villain in I'll other things. Consider- he could be doing these proper like dictator style speeches and shit, but he's just kind of like he does a few raids on some places, he and then he's just standing in the background, taking the like, place of the the big bad guy in. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, what eccentric foreign businessman? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just felt like a lot more could have been done with Charles Dance in that. Um, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, I watched King of the Monsters going going into this. I absolutely loved it. Um, Ghidra uh, is is super super cool, and surprised how much they kept of his origin with him being from from space. Um, Spice. Spice. Uh, he's actually, actually from Venus, uh, but they didn't mention that part. Um, I really like this Godzilla's design as well for the for the Millennium movies, or well, for the Legendary Pictures movies. Um, he's thick. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a neck. This Godzilla. He does not. He's, he's just some boy. sort of like turtle guy. With yeah. no he, neck. He, he looks. He looks like. Yeah. He, he no. looks like he could. I tell you what he looks out. like. I'm going to send you a picture of what I told Ollie that he reminded me of, and Ooh. I think you'll find it's not going to be a picture of a she, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it he do you, do you not think that this may as well be Godzilla? Oh, <laughs> oh I, I, I looked up at the penis feet again. Uh, no, no, I, I see. Yeah, yeah. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it, a frog it, with just no neck at all. It's like a little so, angry. To- if you type in angry toad, this will come up. <laughs> Oh, it's adorable! Well, so is an I, angry toad. I haven't actually 
I, I barely remember fucking Godzilla King of Monsters mm. because I was not in the right frame of mind to watch that movie yeah. at the time. So it was sort of, <laughs> when you said yeah, that, it, I was like, oh. no, it was it was just more of it was just more of like I was sat on a couch and half asleep, uh, yeah. thinking like, ah, oh, this will be some. And then I got distracted and was just like, ah, oh, the movie's over. Mm. What happened? <laughs> um, um, so it's easily yeah. my my favorite of the three, even including Godzilla versus Kong, not to spoil too much. Um, just because it's got the most monsters that I love from the past in it. Um, yeah, they do. They do kind of knock it out of the park with all of the monster designs. Oh, the designs are fantastic. Like the one that we've not really mentioned this... is Rodan as well. And Rodan looks metal as fuck. Yeah. There's none of this Zilla bullshit. Oh, <laughs> it's all, it's all I, faithful, I... and any changes are pretty welcome. It's just, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything that drastic, but there's not really anything that, like I say, Rodan looks like you know a bit more kind of jaggedy and fiery and shit, and that that looks cool. I I didn't care too much for the skull crawlers or the the mutos. I don't know if that's just me being yeah. a bit salty. That go, oh, you made up your own monsters. I want that I was want, that was one of my that was yeah one of my points from from one of my main kind of takeaways from King of the Monsters watching it yesterday. I'm like, it's it's sad that they do a monster ensemble movie like they used to with stuff like Destroy All Monsters or Final Wars or whatever. Um, but they the, the problem is, is that they have to individually get the rights to each monster from Toho to use them. So the new ones, they are kind of cool, the new Titans that they've made up. But it would be with how well they've treated the designs and stuff like that for the for the monsters that they did get i'm like it would have been so so cool if they could have done it for more monsters i get maybe they'll keep other ones back for future content maybe um but even like fringe monsters that aren't going to be used and are going to be kind of the random titans that don't really get featured um could be made really cool with the kind of because they're supposed to be like forces of nature within this universe you could have ones like um ibira the sea monster who's just like a big lobster you could kind of have that um hedora the smog monster biolante the big plant one from the 90s heisei series i feel like they they could do some because there's so many monsters to choose from they could really really do them really well in this kind of updated universe i think but I, yeah they I have to get them individually the, just touching back on when we talked about the trailers for the original godzilla movie i just mm. remember the relentless speculation of people like freeze framing these trailers because there was one shot that I'm pretty sure was a plane crashing into the ocean. Oh yeah! And everyone was like, "That's that's Rodan. It's Rodan. He's diving into the ocean. Look, that's his wings." <laughs> is it a bird? Just, is it a plane? It's, it's no, just a plane. Because I think Rodan. you could kind of click on from the trailer that there is another monster in this. Yeah, and then it was just the mutos. The mutos. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the of the muto designs, um, but yeah, I mean the, the other ones don't look too bad. They're just kind of they're just a bit generic, aren't they? The, oh, the the kong skull crawler things the skull crawlers and the other titans that you end up seeing like uh i think a couple of them have names um there's like scylla who's like this kind of walking crab looking thing um there's the big stone boy um i liked in um i liked in uh uh, in verses uh the 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 thing that starts to suffocate kong um it's like the big snake flying snake thing oh yeah that wraps it and then it's like okay it's just a big flying and then it starts to wrap its wings around his face and starts to suffocate him and then like oh that's that's a neat idea yeah. and then he's ripped his head off and drank the blood and <laughs> i actually laughed with it, yeah. out, 
I actually laughed out loud when they did that because I was like, that's kind of violent for this sort of movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to see if I've got anything more about King of the Monsters. Um, before we move on to Kong at the very least. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I've already kind of mentioned how I'm, I'm a bit, bit of a mark when Godzilla gets revived, um, specifically because they use the old Godzilla theme song, the da, 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 that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> got, got me a bit emotional, as I say, not going to lie. Um, as a whole, monster movies shouldn't make me as emotional as they do. Um, and the other the other part that got me was was Mothra sacrificing herself. Oh, I, I love Mothra. That. Um, I love Mothra. Mothra is my favorite. Mothra, yeah, like any of the any of the kind of bro monsters. Like I say, Angira got shafted because he wasn't in these movies, but Mothra is like, yeah, one of Godzilla's pals, and she just like, yeah, and she she's went in beautiful. there. Maybe yeah. we're maybe we're saving Angiris. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's like you don't want to. You don't want to. You've got to make a lot of these fucking movies because they seem to do well every single time. So yeah, yeah. Let's 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 sort of space out what monsters we're going to be having to negotiate with the Japanese to get hold of. Yeah, um, I, just, I can also just remember about King of the Monsters. Uh, we saw it in the cinema, and as the credits hit, I was just so excited because they they actually, or I thought they were actually using Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult, which is, <laughs> I fucking love that song. Mm. And then it turned out to just be some dodgy remix it of was, it. But yeah. Pretty, they pretty hit bad. That opening riff, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're what? doing it!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, just, I just want a montage of Godzilla punching stuff like with that song playing. Yeah, that's that'd be pretty all great. I need from these that movies has to exist on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> um, I just, I thought it was pretty funny that they try to have all these emotional moments with the humans, where like the mum dies at the end and so on, and I'm completely stone faced, but. Mothra makes her final sacrifice and then like poofs away, and I'm like, oh my god. Um, I think that's just always the case. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the same that. in real life, though, isn't it? Like, I suppose someone will be like, oh, this person's had a really hard time, blah blah blah, and I'll be like, yeah, no, that is really sad, yeah. And then someone will be like, oh, this person, this this dog died, and I'll be like, oh my god, <laughs> I believe not the it. Dog. <laughs> um. Yeah, the the fights themselves are really cool. Um, big stompy fights. I feel like the one of the main kind of things that this series of Godzilla movies does better than any other one is that they have a sense of scale and weight to their yes. fights a lot better. I was I was going to say this about um, versus, yeah. which was like just the just just the absolute effort that goes into scale, mm. considering that it's all like CGI and whatnot. You know the, the you know just not really give a shit about but like a lot of the angles in that they use in um like like when they discover like in uh, uh, sorry for skipping forward but like for like in versus when they mm. when they discover the gods when they discover um the the red orb thing mm. in the sci- in the science lab and it's fucking oh, massive yeah. and it's like oh right and then you see then you see it in context for like later on in the movie which is um, like, hey, spoilers for Godzilla, yeah. Kong, Kong versus Godzilla, whatever it's called. Um, like, and you see it's in context of like, like it being inside Mecha Godzilla, mm. and you're like, oh shit, okay, these things are fucking massive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also, like when Kong was on the fucking boat, like a surfboard. Yeah, like, it was I, incredible. I loved that. 
So I, I it's, think, again, I'm, I'm skipping ahead again, but the one time I kind of lost the sense of scale on it was during Kong's big day out uh, when he was... When he <laughs> oh, got, his got, big side quest again, Axe. <laughs> when he was like, sitting on his throne and stuff. Um, and you do kind of lose it for a moment there and you just mm. think it's just a monkey in a big hall. It's just um, a planet of the apes, maybe. And I think that's essentially the whole purpose of the humans following him there because they don't really do anything no no just occasionally <laughs> cutting to them just kind of restores that sense of scale oh ah, yes they are very small I, like like, <laughs> like I, that's the that's a very large chair and a very <laughs> large axe like i don't think i have laughed at like scale stuff as hard as i did when kong basically grabs the the little uh spaceship thing with the villain inside with the oh, villain's yeah. daughter just inside just it. just crunches it like it was nothing and it was, I was I, and it was at that point it was like two half two in the morning and i'm stifling laughter <laughs> at the, the death of this this crew of people it was very um, quick <laughs> it was very quick like it's like we, we we've got nothing left for you bye bye uh, um, every time Kong threw like a, a ship or a, a plane or something, uh, it is a reference that probably Joel will only get. Uh, I, I was I'm also watching Gurren Lagann at the moment, and I, I was just seeing in my head just when the, when they before they combine when he fucking launches him with like the drill coming out his ass, and <laughs> <laughs> launches him into the cliffside. <laughs> it's great. It's honestly. Um, oh, I'm, ha- like, I'm having so much fun with that. That 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 show is it only gets it only gets more ridiculous the deeper you go in. It's been on my list for a long time to get around yeah, to I, it. I would I would highly recommend finishing the series and then watching the second movie. Hmm. Oh, fair one. Uh, yeah, because the first movie we can we can talk about it next Oof. week. I'll probably have blasted through it by then. Alrighty. Oh yeah, it a... was definitely a show that I watched in two days. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> non-stop like i i went to sleep i woke up i watched Gurren langan i went to sleep i watched Gurren langan mm. like I was. I was done i was done with that and kill a kill within the space of a week they, <laughs> so I've, I've just got to the moment joel where they get a uh, die garen um mm. so big plot point has happened Ooh. yes 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 <laughs> did you did you did you feel did you feel a tinge of sadness I felt feelings. Oh, <laughs> feelings. Uh, not but, to give anything away for Jake. Yeah. I've already <laughs> ranted about it to Lauren because she's confirmed she's not going to watch it. Yeah, but also <laughs> going back to the movie. Back on topic. Um, and not anime boobs. Because um, <laughs> that's all I've seen of this. I walk into the room and there's this woman's bouncing cleavage. And I'm just like, are you sure this is on Yoko is... A very well developed character. Yeah, developed is the right word. <laughs> um, um, anyway, <laughs> I think the one thing that really made me cackle um, because it was bad was the fact that they'd in two minutes created this plot point of this small indigenous child that has no family <laughs> and somehow. They've taught her sign language so that she can teach the big monkey sign language. And that is the reason that we are all alive today is because she saved the world by oh. telling Kong what to do. Like this yeah. small child. Robo bad, com- fleshy one good. She controls big monkey. <laughs> and I just thought the whole movie is based on this tiny little girl mm. in, in a headband. 
waving so at the monkey. She is Kong's Ava pilot. <laughs> so I I assumed I, that that these characters were ones from Skull Island because I hadn't I haven't watched Kong Skull Island, but I, I presumed that it. they already had a previous Bond and uh, so on. No, because Kong Skull Island is set like sixty years before. Oh right, of course. It's like okay. Vietnam. So these these characters are totally new then. Yeah. Um, wow. I don't think there's any returning characters from Skull Island. No, because that's like a Vietnam sort yeah, of um, style movie, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, because that Hell had on. a pretty all-star. That had like Samuel L. Jackson and Tom Hilson and stuff in it. And it was and uh, John C. Riley's yeah, film. And it, it was it was okay. I think you liked it a lot more than I did. Yeah, um, I still prefer the Peter Jackson King Kong. I <laughs> love that right. movie. It's just too long. <sighs> Yeah, the it first is. Half it of is. It's it, really good. When they go back you have to, to New York, it's boring. You have to like carve out an entire afternoon just to watch that movie. Well, the problem I have you can't you is, can't just pop it on. Well, I would beg to differ because I've mentioned before that growing up with my younger brother who has autism, he would pick a film that he decided he loved and all he wanted to do was watch that film and watch that film and over and <laughs> over and over. And that movie was one of them. <laughs> oh. So we had entire days that were just that movie on a loop. Oh my God. Wow. Well, I mean, it's three hours to kill for... Yeah, I mean, my mum was probably very thankful. <laughs> Lots of monkey. But yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> that, like the, the island bits, but when they go back to New York, that's where I kind of lose interest. Mm. Yeah, if you cut like an hour of the boat travel stuff and an hour of the New York stuff, you've got kind of a great 90 minute movie. Everything, like, no one needs to see Kong slipping on the ice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a, it's a cute little character moment. But what I want to see is more worm vor. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Ollie's Ollie, you also watched uh, Shin Godzilla. I did, yeah. Which I think does a better job establishing human characters that matter. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, than it, any prior or since Godzilla movie. Yeah, um, I don't know if that is what soured me on the the human side of Kong Godzilla uh, a bit more. The fact that I just watched this, mm. but yeah, the you're right. It's the the best depiction of humans probably in any monster movie I've seen. It, yeah. Yeah. It's what you want to see. It's what you want to see the humans doing, which is solving problems that doesn't involve them getting directly involved with Godzilla. Yeah, it's, if you know what I mean? Like you don't want to see real. Uh, hmm. I just, yeah. All, all these sections of like following the politicians where it's like, don't worry. We don't believe Godzilla can come on land. And then he gets told that, Godzilla has just flattened a fishing town and his first response to that is but I've just told them on TV that he can't you've made me look bad not we're all yeah. gonna yeah. die yeah. my image um, yeah like Shin Godzilla I think is the pinnacle of Godzilla movies of the kind because of original style of Godzilla movies original say, style yeah, Godzilla quickly devolves into Godzilla versus this monster um yes when it's actually just it, it, about godzilla himself and kind of what he is then yeah i would agree with that um but it also does sit like it is kind of like a weird black sheep of hmm. the family where 
it doesn't yeah like you said jacob like it doesn't fit in with it fits in with like the original godzilla movie yeah it's a lot like the very very first one but like it doesn't fit in with any of the fucking other ones um it's like how uh, you know certain other franchises like you know, the alien and stuff like that changes genres part way through yeah um, um the original godzillas but, are a lot more kind of serious in that kind of sense whereas this, it quickly uh, yeah as i say becomes just the monster mash yeah but godzilla versus kong does capitalize almost a little bit too perfectly on the uh the 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 monster mash (laughs) genre because fuck me like those two going at it was incredible like I, i know i know it's just cgi animation and stuff like that but it it was just so detailed and so well done that mm. it doesn't matter that it was basically just watching a big CGI cartoon. Oh yeah. Like um I like I, I just didn't I, care. I like, did enjoy Hong Kong as a backdrop as well. Um, yes, I, you're I different. remember turning to, to <laughs> you at one point during this and as as I think the only one of us that's actually been to Hong Kong. I was thinking, mm-hmm. is is everything actually neon in Hong Kong? Because <laughs> Every movie seems to depict it that way. We <laughs> Pacific Rim not long ago as well, which also has a big kaiju scene in Hong Kong. Hmm. And equally, everything is neon as fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it made for a, a real cool visual. Um, I, I also, uh, I don't know if this was, was intentional as well, but um, you've got Godzilla and Kong fucking flattening all these corporate towers. But the second Mecha Godzilla comes out, he's destroying the slums and it's like yeah <laughs> I didn't up on that. More, a bit more sympathy on them he's the bad guy he's killing the poor people yeah no, i didn't pick up on that uh, uh, no point. neither did i but it it yeah if just oh my god just the it it's schlock like hmm. hands down like it high very high quality shock yeah but it's it's very it's not like the previously spoken about Justice Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is schlock for schlock. Like that is schlock, like hands down. But, schlock, 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 schlock. But it is, it is bad, real bad schlock. As in, like because it thinks it's art. Oh yeah, it takes itself too seriously. It takes itself too seriously, whereas Godzilla vs. Kong is like, ah, we know this is dumb as shit, yeah. like, but we are going to take ourselves a little bit seriously, just to convince you to go along with us. Yeah, like, just so you're like actually invested a bit. Yeah, like, hey, you know... uh uh, don't worry about it. You know we've we've discovered gravity, uh, <laughs> gravity, gra- little gravity ships, gravity and inverting geez. itself with lots of rainbow colours. Yeah. Oh my god! He they, they fuck it. Smoked a fat one, and that was his trip. <laughs> <laughs> and and then and then also like, eh, don't worry about it. Godzilla made a a, a giant plot hole <laughs> for for Kong to crawl out of <laughs> the, the humans to get from the center. <laughs> Big hole. In about ten minutes. 
I, I laughed. I laughed so hard because like Godzilla looks down the hole and like screams down. I was like, ah! And, God, and Kong's just looks up and goes, no! Ah! It's, it's just like it's like two kids shouting through a wooden cardboard tube. You want you want to talk about schlocky moments? One of my absolute favorite schlocky moments in this was um, when Godzilla and Kong started fighting in the sea with the with the uh, carriers, the aircraft carriers. And Kong jumps off of one as it explodes, like no looking, you know, the whole don't look back at the explosion kind of thing. <laughs> it like the way he jumps is so stereotypical, like action movie. You'd see it in like a bad boys movie where he's just running and jumping and doing the whole like flailing away from the ship as it explodes behind him. And I was like, that was amazing. I love that part. It's just well, honestly, Kong, like, Kong is the protagonist of this movie. Yeah. It was one of the main points I had. I was like, this very much seems like more of a Kong story with Godzilla just kind of being like a, a force of nature sort of yeah, thing which is the way they kind of like you said that's how they establish the titans in this universe whereas kong is a little bit different mm. he has a bit more of a personality and going into it like i said I, I wasn't as bothered about kong skull island so i was no. very much going into this as a godzilla movie and kong is there for the ride oh definitely um, yeah me too they, they got me behind kong like i said he had his big day out he had a, bit, <laughs> he had a a character building moment he got oh, his axe there was, a, there was a bit that actually made me feel feelings as well was when they were trying to and he was in the cold just before he oh, went to yeah. hollow earth and he was they were like oh he's not going to survive and then they had to tell him that maybe his family was down there and i was like his family's not down there like don't tell him that <laughs> i felt bad That's for him when he was sat out in the rain yeah he's cold <laughs> he's just like and he's coat. trying he's, he's trying to cover himself <laughs> with his hands yeah. i mean much much like ollie said i i was very much in the godzilla camp on this i was like if this is a case where you have to pick a side it's godzilla all the way but yeah little moments like that made me be like oh but the big dumb monkey though well they did keep hyping it by saying there will be a decisive winner and which was yeah, Godzilla, which, I'm just saying. Yeah, which, but it was Godzilla, like Kong got... Just... But then they used a giant defib that they had handy. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I can't believe they did the defib scene with the fucking spaceship. Which they did in I the was... movie before with the atomic bomb and Godzilla. They're all about resuscitating <laughs> oh, these big monsters by exploding that. things on them. <laughs> yeah, but it was the fact that the guy was like, hang on. We need to restart his heart, and he's like, "Oh shit! Better go get the defib running." And <laughs> it was, oh, I've got it just was the so thing. fucking dumb, and I loved it. And then, and then Kong uh, put uh, readjusts his arm back into its socket Oof. by whacking it <laughs> against the building. And I was, oh, that was a full-on pro wrestling spot. Oh yeah, that was I Alistair was... Black snapping his fingers back into place yeah. at the Royal Rumble. Oh, oh. It, just. Just the little moments in this movie of just the dumb shit, like Godzilla crushing uh, Kong's chest underneath oh. him, underneath his foot, and then just like snarling and fucking back off. They were like, yeah, like proper growling at each other. And then I expected one of them to mention Martha and then they'd... <laughs> they'd I just stop. really, I really enjoyed the sub-narrative of Kong travelling all the way home to get his... Because uh, he'd left his his axe on charge, which is he cheating, by the way. Back. Godzilla didn't get a weapon, and <laughs> then he uh, Godzilla breathes and he fire. Still won. 
That's a natural ability. <laughs> and then we don't see Kong sort of if lifting Kong a cheek and tooting. I would allow it. And it's <laughs> atomic breath, actually, not, Lauren. Not just gas coming out of oh, a monkey ball. Kong just farts on a giant lighter. And... I'd allow it because it's a natural thing that's come from his body. <laughs> well, I'll remind Ollie of that next time he complains. Until he next time, next time blood and have a building. Gun. But That'd be fine. <laughs> He goes to get his fucking charged up weapon and then it runs out of charge, but then they're on the same team and it just gave me the vibes of him being like, oh no, sorry, my phone's dead. Oh, do you want to borrow mine? And then up. him charging it up and then they, oh, it just, it was, it was just so dumb. I specifically noted that it kept both monsters looking strong with Godzilla going over Kong twice, but Kong went over Mecha Godzilla, who was leaving the territory anyways. So he still looks strong. Uh, you don't need any of the 50 50 booking. It was a well booked feud, and it would have gotten more stars if it was in the Tokyo Dome. And how many points did we get in our fantasy monster yeah. wrestling teams? <laughs> And that is the end of this because Joel is deceased. <laughs> can we can we isolate Joel's laugh track and just play it anytime we have any dead air? <laughs> no, that is now oh our fiddle for Bean Buster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh god, yeah, we're gonna uh, need Bean Buster Biddle, or at least a Bean theme. Buster Biddle, it's a, a theme. Um, <laughs> yeah, I yeah this this movie this movie just hit me in the right spot of just like the only movie that i had watched recently which was justice league mm. and it was that was so bad that it had put me off from like watching anything else for for a while and then this came and it's just like oh yeah movies can be fun i think like i think that's why it's done so well because it's done pretty well uh monetarily since it's come out and i think it's just because people are like I think everyone just needs a big dumb monster movie they can kind of turn off to at the moment. And yeah, people who I wouldn't have down as as Godzilla fans or monster movie fans have been watching this as well because they're like, oh, it's just something I can throw on. I'll probably like it because it's big and stupid and flashy. And yeah, it's got the girl from Stranger Things. This is it. the right kind of building destruction. Yes. yes, because everyone was already in the Titan shelter, so it was okay. Yes, man, I'm looking at you. Even even if they're not, I can deal with Godzilla knocking down a building. He's fucking Godzilla. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's his thing. He he does that. We can't get away from it. Fucking Superman is supposed to help people. Godzilla might conveniently help someone by accident. But he's not there to save the day. No, it's uh Yeah, I, 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 I do. I, I this is making me want to go, but I think that I will watch um, Godzilla: King of Monsters. Yeah, because because I was like, Godzilla's in the movie for you know, he, but he's definitely not in the movie as much as Kong. Like hmm. Kong deserves top billing. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, but but that's mostly because like hey kong's a big monkey you <laughs> can give them personality mm. like godzilla's know, more expressive god godzilla was else... pretty expressive though oh yeah did, did anyone else sit through the credits expecting uh, I, I did i yeah. i fast forwarded I... to through them expecting yeah uh, so there yeah. has been in the others but then i mm. i was looking it up and apparently there was one but it was um it was put 
actually into the movie instead. Oh. Now I can't figure out what scene Mom. was like the, the sequel tease. It's supposed to be like a ooh, yeah. I was uh, just hoping for some um, kind of Gigan reveal. <laughs> oh, I love Gigan. He's so cool. One of my favorite villain monsters. I can hear Joel clicking away. He's Probably furiously typing. Trying to find out. <laughs> We're in the post credit scene. Yeah, I'm I mean, we, we said this in the, in the group chat. Um, monsters that could follow this. Uh, we kind of debunked Mecha Ghidorah, which is, is sad because I like his design, but it makes sense because, I mean, they had his literal skull um, in, in this movie. And that's, um, I, I think I said, if you go down the route of just rebuild Mecha Godzilla with extra heads. Yeah, maybe. Like he couldn't I mean, get the job done before. Yeah, the, the, ori- the original design for Mecha Ghidorah was literally normal King Ghidorah with like a big metal breastplate and one robot head and two normal ones. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't know how they do that, but otherwise, I, I think Ghidorah's already dead, isn't he? Yeah, I think I think I'd really like Destoroyer, but yeah, that's a tough one because obviously in the original in the in the original movie Destoroyer was in that Godzilla dies at the end of it, so I don't know if they'd want to save that for like the last movie that they're doing. Um, because yeah, Godzilla dies and then a new he one takes over. Godzilla's Bane. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. So I don't know if they'd want to save that for the end. Well, now they've started. I, part of the reason I thought of Gigan was they kind of started introducing the mecha stuff now, so you mm. could you could go with like an enhanced monster. So I, I feel like Gigan's yeah, perfect I mean, for that. We've already had monsters come from space, um, yeah. like Ghidorah, and yeah, Gigan's from space. So I'd like Megalon as well. Sky and he's and he's he's captured by Monarch or whoever it was doing it, and they yeah. give him his, his sword arms and his buzzsaw. Yeah, Godzilla vs. Megalon is one of my favorite Godzilla movies. Um, Megalon's a cool monster, and yeah, that's got Gigan in it too. Um, <laughs> so, and Jet Jaguar as well. Friggin' yeah, he's <laughs> cool. Okay, so the 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 the, pro, the, the reason found? this doesn't the, the reason this didn't have a um, post credit scene was mostly to do with Toho. Ooh. Uh, because Toho intend to start making their own Godzilla movies again. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the deal that Legendary and Toho have is that they can't release a Godzilla movie in the same year as a Legendary movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so if a Monsterverse movie comes out the same year as a Toho Godzilla movie, uh, that's a no-go. So that's why Shin Godzilla happened in between... Yeah. It was like 2016? Uh, Skull Island, I don't know. 2016, 2018, maybe. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was 2018. 2018 uh, sounds they, about right because King of the Monsters was 2019. E- 2016 was Shin Godzilla. Oh, I got it right first. Time. <laughs> um, yeah, because that first Godzilla movie is counted in the MonsterVerse. Yeah. Uh, not the first. The, the the 2014 yes. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thick Godzilla. <laughs> Thick Godzilla. Uh, but so I think what's happening now is like Toho have the ball. Uh, Legendary are basically like, ah, shit, we don't know if we're going to be able to make another one of these while Toho do their next era of Godzilla movies. Mm. Uh, but the director has basically said like, hey, I, you know, think of this as like Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Like, Could continue, this has, but it's also a satisfying it, ending. The, it's a satisfying engine. It's phase. End of the phase. It's definitely, but he says like it's definitely not 
yeah. my final. I, I, I will. I think he wants to make another one yeah. because he, I, he has a. He has, he has, this this guy has a very good sense of what a Godzilla movie needs to be. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, he, he, you know, the critical success is there, but I think financially it's going to be a bit weird considering it's going to be determined on streaming numbers mm. rather than cinema numbers. Which, I, because I was listening to this on, you know on my headphones and stuff like that and that's nice surround sound i was like ah that, you know it would have been nice to have seen this in yeah in the cinema because some of the big raw raw off stuff is uh is, is real fucking good oh, definitely um, yeah i also like that kong's footsteps whenever they were in the hollow world were just basically like boom 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 <laughs> just like big thunderous fucking slapping feet all over the place yeah um yeah, I, I had a great time with it. Yeah, it was good stuff. A couple of random points that, that I've got. Um, when Kong is in containment at the very beginning, I said he was in Kong-tainment. Um, yeah. You're welcome. Um, yeah, also, yeah, I'm pretty I'm, sure... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Lauren. No, I, I noticed that, and I didn't know whether it was just me seeing a pun in it or whether oh, no. it was supposed to be a pun, but I thoroughly I enjoyed it. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure in the in the opening graphics was, was that a tournament bracket in the intro? Like oh, at the very know. like at the very like, end, it like looked like it was like Godzilla knocked out this monster, Kong knocked out this monster, and now they've gone <laughs> through to the finals and they're gonna fight each other. Surprise! If you watch it back boss, again, Mecha yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, if you watch it back again, I'm pretty sure when it goes up to the title, it's like a tournament bracket. I'm like, I wasn't, I didn't realize that's how this worked. Maybe, it's like a maybe King that's of the Ring. Your, your next movie plot line. Bring them all back for the uh, rumble. They're going <laughs> to dump them all. Oh, we, oh, we could get Island of the Monsters. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe that's maybe that's your tease. Maybe they're going to dump Island. them all on Skull Island, or it becomes Monster Island. Yeah, yeah. Why not? That's, Why that's not? my head cannon. Yeah, yeah. That's well. your head cannon. <laughs> uh, should we talk about some video games? We will. Probably leave the two of you to talk without us so that we don't have to dip out mid segment if that's, that's okay. Well, Okie dokie. But uh, sh- should should we end this recording and start another one then? Probably for the best. Okay. Just as Being Mr. Whippy's arriving. Ju- yeah, Mr. Whippy's here. That's why we're going, really. We just want an ice <laughs> okay, cream. Okay, just want an ice cream. I'll have a 99 with a flake and some raspberry sauce. Hey. Hey. You're coming right up. And it'll cost, and it'll cost, you, cost you three pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was enjoyable. Bead Busters out. Well, um, Jacob, <laughs> just the two of us alone. I thought they'd never leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we love them. They have love Easter them. plans. Easter plans, so, you know. Turns I don't even know, out. Have, they, have they even played any video games? I, I don't recall them mentioning video games at all this uh, week. Uh... Ollie said he'd only played Final Fantasy VII. Oh, well. And Lauren's probably played more story of seasons, I guess. Now she's live streaming it. <laughs> she's live streaming it. She's on the internet Checked doing live out. streams. Yeah. I, I've watched a couple of them. Um, but Helping her she, on the technical side. <laughs> she's always she's always streaming as soon as I'm like leaving to do something. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're like, I'm in the car. Sorry. I'm in a car. <laughs> it's like, it's it's not even intentional. It's just always like, ah, she's streaming. I'm like, ah, I'm in the car. I would watch it in the car, but I get terribly car sick. <laughs>
I will admit when she put the message out being like, can, can you guys like come in and get my view account up? I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And I had my phone playing the stream, but I was around my parents talking to them. So my phone was yeah. actually just playing the stream. I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't actually watching it, Lauren. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Lauren. Um, I, I, I was, I was just looking over, um, what was going on in, in, in the news just very briefly, Ooh. because something, I, I, something had come up and then I was like, uh, I can't remember what it was. And I legitimately can't remember what it was. No. Oh, it was, it, it was something that I think Ollie would have been a little bit more interested Ooh. in, but, um, what is it anyway? cause, 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 uh, remedy are working on like four different fucking video games at the oh, minute. Fair one. Um, they've, they've got that crossfire X story mode, for Microsoft. Oh. They've got two AAA games for Epic, including potentially an Alan Wake 2. Ah, uh, yes. And then a third small, uh, and then a fourth smaller game, or oh. something along those lines, for potentially for Sony. Yeah, fair one. Uh, yeah, that, that, that was, that you was it. You guys do like your Remedy games. I do like my Remedy games. Um, and then also, uh, did, did you just see that Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stowed Ocean I did. I is did. getting an adaptation, which is phenomenal because I, <laughs> I still need to catch up with the rest of it. Uh, it, it, is, it is basically a great direct sequel to Part 3. Good. Because Part um, 3 is my favorite. <laughs> part 3, I think, is... I, 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 I love Part 2. Part 2 is but... also very good. Uh, part 4 is where I've dropped off. Um, uh, I literally got about 80% of the way through part four and just stopped. <laughs> and I don't really know why, but I've not really got much inclination to go back to it either. There is a very, like, cause I read part four and ah. there was, so I never watched the anime and I was like, I don't want to watch the anime because there is a very large middle bit of this story that I do not care about. Well, I'm glad I'm not all. the only one. Cause I feel like, like, all my all my cosplay, quite a few of my cosplay friends are into JoJo's, and they all speak so highly about Part Four. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know what I'm not seeing, but I just don't care there, about a lot of it. <laughs> there are there there are very good like bits in Part Four, but like the the Jotaro versus the Rat Sniper mm. is dumb um in like a bad way mm. like it's it's just like oh god you were stretching for something <laughs> i'm trying to remember um, what some of these stories were there was like the invisible thing chasing people yeah there was the the the, the ro the, like the rohan's trapped in the tunnel is oh, good yeah yeah the ro rohan's a cool character like rohan's a good character like i i enjoy oh, the girl older the jotaro hair. Like yeah, like the girl with the hair, and um, oh, I can't remember the little guy's name. Koichi. Koichi. Um, like that—that's entire storyline. I just don't care about. Yeah. I cared about like the the beginning. You know, like oh, our dad's a little gremlin now. <laughs> yeah, oh, really, really old Joseph. Um. Oh, they had to care for that invisible baby. The invisible baby's weird. <laughs> Um, yeah, see, never, I'm just I, like, why did I? Why are people so but, high on this? I don't get it. But it's because of the main thread point of, oh, what, uh, uh, Kira? yeah, with Kira. Uh, it's because, like okay, <laughs> because he does, he he does, it does get weirder and weirder as I it goes along. It. Like just so I can, just just so I can even start part five. <laughs> um, well, and and that, and that's the that's the thing is like then it and then like 
part five happens and it's completely disconnected from everything. Uh, like, okay. There's. Is there not even any like little contextual bits? Uh, the contextual bit is. Um, I know Koichi's in the beginning at the very least of part five. I think he's in like. I think anime wise, he's in like an episode or two. Yeah. Um, but like it is literally just Jotaro sends Koichi to Italy to go monitor a stand potential activity. <laughs> stand activity, but also reports that Dio's spawn is there. Mm, um, I think I already know that spoiler too. Yeah, so like that is the only connection is that that this Jojo or Giojo Giojo uh, <laughs> uh is is actually Dio's son. Yeah. But other than that, zero connection. Uh like okay. uh, there, there is a returning there is a returning part three character in it. I've yeah, I think I know about that. It's um uh, Pol- isn't it? Polnareff's in it, but like other than that and like it, even then it's not even like directly connected he's, oh. he's just in italy for some reason in a wheelchair or something in a wheelchair and then he gets even fucking weirder yeah, fair one. turtles are involved yeah um, I'd, I'd like to watch part five but yeah just part four just dropped off a cliff for me yeah i i'd, I'd recommend like i think the final confrontation between kira and oh, i'm sure it's very cool yeah it, it is is like one of my favorite moments in that in part four but it is it is part four and five i always see as like a small interlude between three and six <laughs> three and six yeah. like especially where six goes With jolene but yeah um like she's really cool mm. um looks cool stuff they do with jotaro is really cool lots of lots of neat body horror stuff yeah interesting um oh, look forward to it i'll hopefully be caught up by the time that that comes out yeah uh like yeah like i the way that the way that i always suggest like people approach jojo you, you know i know you've watched most of it anyway it's mm. like hey watch those first three parts and then everything after that doesn't particularly like you've got a nice ending if you don't want to continue after that yeah but if you do then maybe you know go see what part four's about if you don't like it jump off mm. part five is completely optional in my mind yeah fair one um but the, you know the the only thing that i'm hoping for is that like steel ball run gets an adaptation now i because do hear steel that ball, very highly regarded that is maybe the best of jojo mm. like um it is it is gross in the right ways like his f- the the main the JoJo's main fucking power is he can shoot his toenails, oh, <laughs> his fingernails and stuff like that. He can shoot them. At, he can shoot them. Um, and like they start to, you know, they they start to reintroduce like you know there's still stands there, but they start to introduce a bit more of like the uh, physical powers and stuff. Oh, cool! Like uh, Hammond again. That kind of comes um, back. Oh, that's it nice. kind of comes back. It's under a different guise, but yeah, it's, it's essentially the same. <laughs> Yeah, um, but like uh, another Zeppelin's there, and it's uh, great. It's great. Um, also, it's a totally like rebooted universe. So, oh, interesting. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 wild cool. because because part eight gets even weirder. <laughs> uh, but video games, oh, yeah. Jacob, you've been playing some new stuff. I've got a lot going on this week, which is yeah, stark contrast to last week um, where I 
didn't have anything. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I was just do, like, I just want a Hearthstone to come out. I just want Hearthstone. Uh, well, do we want to partic- maybe start with one that we've both played a little bit of? Oh, okay. Uh, Fantasian. Ah, so you've, you've played some Fantasian. I got through to the first town last night. Ah, yes. That's basically um, what I did. I, I explored the first town a little bit um, as well. But yeah, yeah, not much further through. I bought some armor. I, I uh, got, got a new a, sword. <laughs> got a new sword. Bought some potions, yeah. and now I'm all out of gill. Um, <laughs> that is a boy. Did they just make Final Fantasy? I know, right? But, <laughs> but like, you know, like you can maneuver where the slash goes. Yeah, that. I mean, it's pretty bare bones when it comes to how it controls and how the iPad functionality comes into it. That's one of the more, I say, exciting. Um, it's one of the, one of the more interesting ways, I suppose, that you use the screen is yeah. aiming your attacks. Um, I, I, I am enjoying how, like, because obviously this is Mist Walker. Mm. Uh, this is Miss Walker, so it is the original Final Fantasy team. It's like director, yeah. making this, and Mist Walker's entire shtick has been, uh, basically making we make very Final classic, Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, very classic style RPGs. You know, mm. they made Blue Dragon, uh, yeah. Lost Odyssey, mm. like Lost Odyssey is basically hailed as the best Final Fantasy game that's not got Final Fantasy yeah, on the title yeah, yeah. as the name. Um, and then also, so the, more recently, they have been uh, making um, iOS and mobile games oh. because that's where the Japanese audience is now. Um, so they're, you know, still a Japanese audience first, but uh, they've had a good relationship with Apple. Yeah. Um, and Android, you know, so the last the last three games they've made were Terra Battle, Terra Battle Two, and Terra Wars, no. which were all um, uh, like you had like a tile based system. Okay, it was like all tiles, and you moved the tiles around to beat the enemies, and it's fi- uh, Fire Emblem rules with right. like mm-hmm. you know the triangle and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think any of them are online anymore. I think I think they've all been shut down, mm. uh, which is a shame because they were they were interesting, um, but I, I I just don't I don't think any of them are playable at the minute. Yeah, um, I mean they look okay. <laughs> I'm not like yeah, they, they, you know, for mobile games back in 2014 yeah. and whatnot, they were great um, because it was like, hey, this is the Final Fantasy guy, and he's making like a Final Fantasy s game. Oh. Um, but no, this Fantasian is like it looks great. Yeah, um, yeah. That's probably especially the main, on my iPad. The main plus that I have for it is the way it looks. Obviously, the the environments being the big one. Mm. Yeah, so it's all modeled. It's all clay models and yeah, dioramas and stuff like that. Dioramas and props and stuff that have been three D scanned in. Um, very like like we say a very kind of classic final fantasy ps1 era sort of stuff like even even down like for even even classic jrpg tropes of you've Mm. got amnesia yes (laughs) as Um, i said i was like fairly standard fair story wise to begin with anime lad with amnesia has to escape a robo facility (laughs) yeah Yeah. sounds pretty (laughs) pretty pretty familiar yeah um but you know it, it's fairly simple, um, but 
it was nice to it it had this nice nice warm feeling about it it's, it's comfortable yeah um it's, it's not particularly difficult either not yet like, anyways that that tutorial that tutorial was definitely all about like hey we're gonna be introducing this barrier system yes <laughs> uh make sure you use it uh because we know that you're definitely gonna rush through this um <laughs> I, I did think story-wise, um, I like the kind of expanded lore that they, they gave you when you hit the first town about the kind of the technology plague thing that's happening. I think that's kind mm. of a cool idea. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I liked the little two robot friends yeah. that you had and then ditched. Yeah, you <laughs> like, didn't get intentionally, but... I hope the, they come the, back. I hope, yeah, I hope they come back. But the, the thing that I, struck me at first was like, he looks like the main character Leo looks a lot like a near character. Yeah. And then the little uh black robot friend looks a lot like the little floating black robots that you get in Near Automata ah. following you around. <laughs> and I was like, ah, someone's definitely a near fan <laughs> here. Near, yeah. Um but I, you know, I I I am optimistic about its quality like i haven't got mm. to the main the, to the main thing of um what it's offering uh like the the battle system thing where you mm. can store random encounters and then do them all in one go no i wasn't aware of that um so like you, I, th- I think but I, I was listening to something and it was like so what if you just sort of like store every battle like, could it, you know, it's mm. not absolutely not going to happen like that. I think you can stop to 10 at a yeah, time yeah. or something. Um, but like, what if you stored every battle, beat the game, and then it's like, okay, now you got to do everything at once, like, <laughs> yeah. including the final boss. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, level one. Just go through, store everything, and then just, yeah, don't do them. <laughs> just don't do them. Um, but yeah, uh, d- like, Miss Walker, I-, I like, I am a, I, I have fond memories of Blue Dragon. Hmm, I didn't buy any of those 360 era sort of. Yeah, they they're a weird com- they're a weird company because they were like first on the bandwagon with the 360. Like, you know, um I think I think mostly because they're not actually they've got two headquarters. Hmm. Uh, there's one based in Japan and then one based in Hawaii, so Okay. Uh like I, I think that's what helped aid Microsoft make that deal. Mm. But like Lost Odyssey's never been released anywhere else, and Blue Dragon got a semi remake on the DS. Oh, I think. Oh no, it's set one year after the event, so it's a sequel, mm. uh, which is even weirder. Uh, but yeah, Blue Dragon was great. Um, also had a lot of the cast of like animes from your childhood oh, that yeah. you will recognize immediately including <laughs> the voice actor for izzy in uh digimon hey. <laughs> um i was like ah shit we didn't I'm even in. talk about the digimon thing while lolly and lauren were here no uh Whoops. we we will we, we'll discuss that at another point but yeah i i'm i'm looking forward to playing more of this hmm. um blue dragon tell- had a bunch of toriyama designs in it as well didn't it Yes, it was uh, basically, hey, Toriyama, come design all our characters. <laughs> um, whether Toriyama actually designed well, them yeah, or not Toriyama is... Toriyama-esque. Hmm. Uh, no, well, it's his it's his stamp of, you know, yeah. his stamp on it, but it could have just been like... His assistant. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. Jeff Toriyama. 
pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like I, uh, if I had access to an Xbox, I would definitely play through those games now because oh. Lost Odyssey was free for a while for some oh, reason. Wow. So it was um, also four discs. I remember. <laughs> Yes, it was a it was a hefty box that was yeah. always a fiver in CEX yep. <laughs> um, because no one wanted it for whatever reason, mm. even though it was like um, very well received. Yeah. Uh, but Jacob, mm. tell me of the things you have been playing. Um, what should I do this? I'll go with the, the smaller stuff okay. um, first and lead up to obviously the big boy. Um. So, like Ollie, um, who's sadly yeah, not here to, to discuss this with us, um, there were a couple of games on sale on PlayStation this week that I ended up getting. Um, first of which being Disco Elysium, the final cut. Ooh. Um, was, yeah, a little bit cheaper because it just launched the final cut version uh, for PlayStation Plus users. So I was like, yeah, I've, I've, obviously you spoke very highly about it on your Game of the Year um, podcast, and it's all the reviews I've seen for it are very high <laughs> so i was like i don't really know much about this game but I, i'm gonna get it based on all the recommendations i've heard um mm. and it's very unique <laughs> it's probably the best way i can explain it yes it is a classic rpg a crpg if you will a crpg oh for the classic part i was like yeah. what does the c mean? i i think it i think it's meant to be computer rpg okay. but I, i've always determined i've always seen it as um classic but, yeah as far yeah. as i knew it was kind of like a detective style game with a bit of a kind of off the wall setting and some yeah. interesting elements and then in it's there. like it's it's like a very in-depth rpg but with zero combat and mm. entirely to do with conversational pieces yeah so i didn't know that it was it was quite so i feel like it's quite open-ended in that sense based on yes. what you've specced into um and i think that's a really cool feature um i picked my stats um and went for four four two two so i think i'm four on intelligence four on the emotional side two on physical and two on the kind of coordination yellow stat whatever that is yeah um i think ollie went a bit more extreme with his one from what i remember um he yeah, went like super he- intelligent but weak noodle boy yeah, basically. weak noodle boy with no emotional state. <laughs> um, but yeah, mostly it seems to be the intelligence stuff that seems to be coming in at the moment, at the very start of the game, with you just kind of deducing things because you've obviously got, once again, you've got amnesia. <laughs> yes. Um, so just trying to figure out what the hell's going on, why you're here. <laughs> Self-induced amnesia. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't kind of explicitly say it, but it seems like I tried to hang myself from the ceiling fan. <laughs> um and then the tie that i used has started talking to me is telling me to do bad things <laughs> um yeah yeah and then and the uh and the delightful lizard brain yeah uh, yeah the, the very start the, the, kind of, the, the very cockney that is one thing uh, i will say because th- this game didn't have voice acting originally did it so certain certain bits oh, were voice right, acted um so it would be like it would be like, uh, have you met um, Kuno? Kuno. The little boy throwing rocks at the crime scene? No, I literally, I'm on my way to the crime scene. That's how little I've played. Right, so okay. Um, so like some of the voice, act- some, of the, some of the characters would be voice acted. Some of them would be 
you know, like the lines would definitely drop off after a while. Mm. Like the, the the big moments would have, yeah, of course, it's like selected stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this is this is they have gone through and all one million plus lines have all been voiced. And, wow. Um, um, I will say, yeah, the voice acting is is really good. Actually, um, it's something that I'm, one of the more things I'm enjoying the most about the game is the character yeah. behind the voices. Yeah, it was already really good for the little bits that you would get. Mm. Um, like, I, honestly, like the lizard, the, like the, the 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 internal monologue between the lizard brain and um, the body, mm. <laughs> like the body's shrill little voice, like <laughs> you can't do it, <laughs> and then and then uh, and the lizard brain, like go on, then you'll <laughs> love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. Yeah, I can, I can see a lot of creativity coming from from that kind of dynamic and all of the and the way that yeah the dialogue seems to work out and how your character approaches things being based off of what you put points into. Um, it, it's a lot of walking around, talking to things, and looking at things basically at the moment. Uh, I mean, that's to be expected. That's what I thought it would that's, be. That's kind of kind of the whole game. Yeah, um, um, but it you know it is it is. As I said in our group chat, it currently sits within Joel's pantheon of greatest games Damn. of all time. Um, How long is it? Just out of I, I. So my Epic Store time said it was about. I, I'd been about twenty five hours or so. Okay. But that's also considering the fact that um, I did leave it on for like six hours really. on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Uh, so. Um, more in the region of about 20 yeah uh, i'd say about i'd say between 15 20 hours okay. depending on like hey did you do every side quest can you do yeah. every side quest um so there it, it's short enough for it's short enough like for multiple playthroughs mm. but long enough to be a substantial yeah fun time oh cool if you will one um, thing one thing i will say is that it does control very weirdly on the on the ps4 slash ps5 um i've heard this as well i've heard the controller support is a little bit it's a bit janky weird. yeah um so you obviously you can walk around and walk up to things and examine them or talk to a person or whatever um it's a bit hard sometimes to pinpoint on exactly what you want to walk up to and and talk to um so instead a lot of the time i end up using the right stick which basically cycles through all of the points of interest in the room whether that's like a person or something to look at or something like that um you can cycle through the points of interest and basically press x on the point you want to go to and then he'll just automatically walk up to it that That sounds a lot better way to do it that seems like uh that that was added in when you realize like oh god make this for controllers (laughs) we have to make this for controllers and we have to with no mouse anymore (laughs) um Um, so yeah it's a bit it's a bit kind of wonky in that in that respect um but yeah overall um it it seems pretty fun so far i haven't played too much because i started it pretty late in the in the evening and i figured it was something i'd need to concentrate on and actually use brain power Um, yeah i was like uh, well i'll do this when i'm more awake there is there is certain moments where i was like oh 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 right okay my my action here are the consequences of my actions oh um, interesting not not as it not as in like not not as in like as as dark as you think but yeah. just more of like ah i had a conversation with this person and this it's now affect 
affected mm. the rest of the conversations I am having with everybody else. Yeah, As in, like, I, you know, and I really do like the um, the, the the way that the, I don't think you will have got up to this. I don't think you will have been introduced or yet, or maybe you will have mm. uh, the skills that you can like. So you slot in your one, brain. You pick one at the start of the game. Um, or is that were those the skills? I think they were. Um, um, I went for the kind of lock picky kind of one. Yeah, there, um, there's 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 uh, like um, can't remember what they call it now. Uh, but it's basically like internal thoughts that you can have running in the background, kind of thing. Running in the background. Yeah. No, I did have. I do. I got one of those because it was like, where do I live? And it's like, well, ruminate on it for a while and you might remember where you live. So I just kind yeah. of put that into the pause menu and it's just said it's going to take like six hours or something. So Yeah, it doesn't take yeah, an actual six time. hours in game time, but it is, it, it is, um, that, that system is great mm. because it, it makes me laugh so much. Like some of the stuff that you can pick up oh, really? and the way that it can completely change how you approach conversations mm. um like the one where you get really into uh genetics and <laughs> um uh the the, the racist genetics yeah, uh yeah. eugenics that's it you get really into eugenics from a really racist dude i have uh, spoken to a racist dude uh some oh there's multiple racist yeah, dudes in this game there's a lot of racism in Revachal mm. um, what do you think is a soundtrack because that's the thing that stuck Ooh. with me I uh, can't say I've really noticed it that much so far because I really like that intro like the, that that sweeping sound that they play oh yeah no, I have noticed that actually yeah because that's that's a whole that on spotify there is a whole album <laughs> of uh or playlist put yeah, together yeah. because they're, they're songs from a particular band oh, or right. matched into one oh, cool. um but yeah i i i'm excited for everybody to finally play this because it it really it really spiced up my christmas week mm. um i had a, such a good time with it yeah. uh it was the it was the game that made me realize that I am now capable of concentrating long enough to read again <laughs> uh, because of the medication change. So it was just like, mm. oh, this is how my brain used to work. <laughs> oh, I could concentrate and read and actually retain the information. Wow. There you go, Disco uh, Elysium. There you go. Uh, but yeah, the, like the history behind the game as well, like, you know, small team in uh one of the one of those weird european countries <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember where they're based it's either sweden it's what cold it's a cold one one of, one um, of the cold eastern european countries uh but it was like a book that he the the writer had written mm. um set within this world and then it flopped massively oh uh, they are based in Zaum. Zaum. Uh, Do I have a Wikipedia page? <laughs> well, let's just hang on. I'll see where this guy's based. Estonia. Yeah, seems seems, it seems about right. <laughs> seems about right. Uh, yeah, it's kind anyway. of cool. I'll probably play it more this week. Yeah, so it was like a book that they, that, that 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 completely flopped. He got massively depressed, and someone said like. And then he started developing like a tabletop RPG. 
hmm, based in the, that world. Okay. Someone said, well, why don't you make it into a video game and see if it hits a larger audience that way and then it did and now they're making the tabletop rpg again oh cool um so with a full rule book and everything Hmm. wow Uh, yeah because it's like a larger world as you as you as you plow through that game like uh i'm i'm assuming you've met kim yeah kim's cool i like him uh yeah he he's uh bemused by your amnesia because <sighs> you do start asking questions of like the world and stuff like that yeah. that have very clearly common knowledge yeah but, but like it's context for the player <laughs> it's context for the player uh it works perfectly yeah um okay wells is on jacob's hit Wells list. is on the hit list um the other game that i picked up in the playstation sales uh, they've got their spring sale on right now um and it's one that i've had my eye on since about uh, it was since about the new year actually because i first heard about it on a different game of the year podcast um and it's a game called 13 sentinels aegis rim have you ever heard of this <laughs> Yes, uh, vanilla, vanilla where Atlas, and it's very Animu as a result. Uh, um, yeah, how much is that? Twenty five pounds. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, um, I might, I might buy. I, I might have to buy that. If yeah, this... it's um. Funnily enough, it is it's in keeping with this week's kaiju theme, as it's basically a bit of a combination of like visual novelty storytelling um, mixed with like top-down mech strategy combat sort of thing. Um, about a bunch of high school kids who pilot mechs to fight kaiju, which is yeah, obviously not very <laughs> not much of a novel idea at this point, but uh, it's still pretty cool nonetheless. Um, I'm actually enjoying the story side of things, the visual novelty side of things, um, a lot more than I thought I would, um, as the art style is really nice to look at. And the characters, none of them have annoyed me so far, which I remember being a, a criteria for for games like Danganronpa and that, where I'm like, well, if not very many characters annoy me yet, then they're probably doing something right, because I tend to get annoyed <laughs> by a lot of the characters in these kind of visual novelty sort of things. Um as far as I'm aware, the, th- the 13 Sentinels is in relation to the 13 characters that you're going to be meeting and playing as um, throughout the game. I've only seen, a, well, I've only played as two of them. I've seen a couple more and interacted with them, and they all seem pretty okay so far. Um, the first guy you play as um, is like a big kaiju movie fan, and there's actually a few cute kind of Godzilla-related references in there where they've kind of cha- like swapped out Godzilla with their famous kaiju from their universe called Deimos. Um story-wise it seems like there's a lot of time travel involved and mystery and intrigue around why they can summon Uh, the mechs and why there's kaiju and all all that sort of thing so there's a lot going on i've not kind of got too deep into the story right now but i'm I'm interested at the very least yeah i am basically other than knowing like it's a visual novel-esque with kaiju and like Mm. time travel stuff going on like uh i skipped over the entire section of it for uh the giant bombcasts yeah. uh, game of the year stuff um which was a whole 25 minutes section like wow. where they were discussing like how deep the story goes and i was just like yeah okay yeah i need to <laughs> I, I can't leave this for now because <laughs> i was just like i don't want to hear the spoilers for no. this game because i'm still relatively interested in trying it myself mm. and then it suddenly like huh 
Oh, they're still talking about it. <laughs> yeah, oh, they, no. They kept it spoiler free on the podcast I was listening to, but I was like, oh, kind of anime style mechs and kaiju. And I'm like, uh, sounds like it's up my alley. I'm surprised I've not heard of it. I, I am down for that sort of stuff. So, yeah. And I mean, the, the I've only sampled a small section of the combat so far. Um, but as I say, yeah, it's like a kind of tactical mech combat thing. We have like a top-down view of the city um, and you have your mechs kind of move on a grid throughout the city, fighting off the kaiju from all the different kind of directions they're coming from. Um, in real time, um, so you will get kind of damaged and quite a lot if you dither and don't do anything. Mm. Um, although, while it seems like it could get chaotic in that kind of sense, um, everything does slow down when you select your mech to then make it do its thing. A bit like Final Fantasy okay. VII Remake, so time like still technically progresses, but it goes a lot slower. So you can kind of mull through the menus and you know pick out what you want to do. Um, the way in which the attacks kind of work, you don't actually like just pick your attack and then pick the target they all seem to have like area of effect either like cones or circles that you place in different areas um and basically you just you know you put it you put your cone in the area where the enemy is going to be and then it's going to hit it so you can kind of maybe there'll be some strategy later down the line where there's enemies in interesting patterns and you've got to kind of pick and choose your attacks in that kind of sense to take best advantage of the way the enemies are laid out based on how your attacks work um, okay so yeah, it seems like that, that could be pretty cool um i like it so far but yeah i haven't done too much um only played a bit of it last night really but yeah i'm, I'm kind, kind of surprised at how quickly it's it's drawn me in um i'm not sure how long it is either um but yeah i guess i'll see how it progresses but it seems very cool so far i yeah i'm very interested in this game now Ooh. i've got it, i've got i've got the i've got the store page open to buy it in a bit <laughs> yeah um, well uh maybe we'll have some some comparative discussion points yeah to, i I, well, um, I mean we're, we're doing crap and beans next week but yeah but still like i, I like i i am consistent i i tweeted this last yesterday but like mm. i wish visual novel games would stop looking like really cool jrpgs on the cover <laughs> and then it's just like um, you get there and you're just like when yeah, does the yeah. game start though <laughs> but this seems like it's got you know yeah i don't know i don't know what the balance is between kind of walking like, around as the characters and talking and then actually doing it, the, combat, wa- the walking but... the walking about and talking stuff doesn't bother me it's mm. when it's like a full-on actual visual novel and it's like yeah it's just doesn't make it very apparent from like the outside looking in Mm. because it's all their trailers are usually like um like pv sort of stuff yeah and uh it's just like "Ah, even then i say that the story bits do approach it slightly differently to other things i've played in that you get basically I think they're called like thought points or something, and they go into your thought cloud. Um, and basically, they're like different, you know, conversation topics you can bring up or different kind of items you can give to people and stuff based on what you've picked up. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 not literally just walking around and chatting to people. There's a tiny bit of kind of oh well, this person probably wants to hear you talk about this and kind of thing. So yeah, no, it's pretty alright so far. Like I say, I'm surprised at how much I I kind of am into the story already i wouldn't say i'm into it massively but i'm like oh no i can i can see myself liking these characters and and the actual plot line so yeah it's one of those that might trip you up and you end up fully sucked into it could be could be could be is the sort of thing that i I would think about recommending to hannah but i don't know if she'd really vibe with the the combat side of things 
Um, but yeah, maybe maybe I'll get her to kind of watch me play it for a little bit and see if she's into it. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? There's one other small one, and then go for it. and then we've got go for the, the big boy. Um, so earlier this week on the Switch, um, on the eShop, they released Retromania Wrestling. Oh. Um, so this is from Retrosoft, um, who acquired the license to WrestleFest, which was one of the old WWF um, wrestling games from like 91. Um, they got it from Arc System Works, of all people. I didn't know Arc System Works held the, the rights to that, but they do. Um, which, and it's basically like an arcade wrestling game uh, that's been in development for a couple of years. Um, that basically it is mainly marketed off the fact that it's the sequel to this WrestleFest game uh, from 1991, but brought up to date and obviously doesn't have the WWF less license anymore. Um, so it's very kind of indie focused and NWA focused <laughs> instead. Um, oh, but I've, I've kept kind of an eye on it because a few different wrestlers have kind of tweeted out that they're in the game or or, or whatever. Um, and I just thought, yeah, the Switch is severely lacking in good wrestling games i would say because there is there is 2k18 i think on the switch but that's absolutely yes. horrible by the sounds of it um so i was like hey i, I could get down with a, a fun little arcadey wrestling game on my switch um it's out on pc and switch right now um, i think it's still getting th- oh and xbox one and it's still getting through uh, a few hurdles with playstation right now um but yeah, as as they don't have the WWE license, they've as I say they've focused on the NWA and various indie wrestlers instead, which means they've got they, a really random roster. <laughs> um, the, the choice of characters, uh, a choice of wrestlers they have. Yes, um, I've got the whole list here. <laughs> they have used for their uh, main art yes. work. Shall we say is there is a there is a very large focus on the bwo here yes so the wrestlers within retromania wrestling we've got the road warriors hawk and animal fair enough big nwa legends um, who, who holds i'm guessing wwe doesn't hold the rights to them this is the weird uh, thing because this game obviously i think it, it started to come together around 2019 i think is when they got the license to WrestleFest. um but there's some there's some people in here who've yeah who've literally either I would have thought we're on a legends contract with WWE or people who have since gone to WWE um, who obviously weren't at the time that this game came around. So they could still use them in this game. And uh, they're both dead now, aren't they? They are. Yes. Road warrior animal passed away last year. Yeah. Um, and Hawk's been, yeah, gone for a long time. So I'm ge- I'm going to guess it's their estate is now in control of yeah. their like likenesses. Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, you've got both the Road Warriors, you've got the entirety of the Blue World Order, as I say. So yeah, Nova, <laughs> uh, the Blue Meanie, and Stevie Richards. Um, Tommy Dreamer, of course. Yes, I can see his big ugly mug yeah. in, on this artwork. <laughs> um, Why is Zack Zach Sabres Jr. looking like yeah. uh, Skinny a boy. JoJo character? Yeah, <laughs> we've got Nick Aldis, uh, the NWA champion. Um, Colt Cabana. Um, currently in, in AEW right now. Um, John Morrison, he's the really weird one because obviously, yeah, he's in WWE now. Um, and there's a oh, specific question a... in their FAQ section on their page being, <laughs> being like, yeah, we're still okay to use Johnny. Don't, don't worry. He's not going to get taken out <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> um, yeah, a bit of a weird one. Um, Nikita Kolov, who is, yeah, another kind of early 90s WCW guy. Um, Jeff Cobb, Zack Sabre Jr., 
Warhorse, Austin Idol, Matt Cardona, aka Zack Ryder, and Brian Myers, aka Kurt Hawkins. So yeah, it's a very strange piecemeal roster. You've got a couple of old guys in there, a couple of recent guys in there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it seems very much a kind of like we got who we could get. <laughs> um, yeah, there's it, been a couple of DLC guys announced for it as well, with Chris Bay from Impact, um, Curtis Hughes from like early 90s WWF and James Storm as well the cowboy which is cool uh, yeah I can see this game oh my god they're pre-order bonuses what no, the DLC pre- guys uh, no sorry I thought it said pre-order bonus but it just said pre-order now oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> just this very ugly like I think like the art in game looks great yeah. like that classic arcade looking it's, fun, it's yeah. the it's the um caricatures of yeah. the wrestlers tommy dreamer's massive forehead and chin the, this very the, the worst looking uh um uh brian myers and matt <laughs> cordona uh ever yeah i would say <laughs> uh but yeah like it's very kind of it's very nostalgic it feels very old school um in terms it's an of, interesting it's an interesting roster yeah um i mean in terms of what you can do in the game modes wise it's it's pretty bare bones you've got obviously your normal kind of exhibition match modes if you just if you just want to play it you can just play it um but the bulk of the single player content is either the story mode um which there is and also the 10 pounds of gold mode which is um a bit more straightforward than the story um, but in particular, the story mode um, is like a preset thing where you don't pick a character or anything like that. You are set to play as John Morrison, um, aka Johnny Retro in this game, because that's his gimmick. Oh, yeah. He, he's Johnny something, regardless of wherever he is, whether that's Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact, whatever. Um, and the story is, is that Johnny's coming back from an injury after a mysterious and undisclosed incident. They, they always talk about it in like hushed tones where they're like, are you sure you want to come back after that happened? And I'm like, what is that? I want to know. Um, so he's rehabbing with Stephen Richards in his gym uh, where they decide that he wants to go after the NWA championship because it's something that he's never done before. Um, I've wrestled Stevie and the rest of the BWO so far, but but that's about it in the story mode. Um, I'm not too far in. The the, the cutscenes themselves are pretty tongue in cheek. It's played to be funny um, and kind of yeah, not taken too seriously. So yeah, I'm kind of interested to keep going in the story. Um, if if anything, just in the spirit of my battleground story time segments. Hopefully, it's half as funny as those were. Um, but I'll let you know if the story is particularly funny in any places. I yeah, I'm I'm looking at some screenshots and some videos of this, oh. and it is uh, it yeah they they they've made one of those games yeah um which is pretty cool in this day and age that that, that someone has figured out that like hey wrestling games need to stop being simulations yeah. Well, I mean, you, uh, um, unless you're uh, Fire Pro Wrestling, but even then, that's not even like a proper. Well, yeah, it's, it's one of the things I actually yeah thought about the gameplay. Um, obviously, the gameplay itself is very similar to the original WrestleFest game from from '91, um, which I haven't personally played, but it also plays quite similarly to to Fire Pro in how it works, um, and that is kind of timing based and and that sort of thing. So it didn't take too long for me to understand it. I'd say it's the action itself is pretty fast. Matches don't take very long. Um, 
and uh yeah specifically i want to make mention of the different arenas as well uh each kind of set of characters or each character has its own arena um where they've kind of put a lot of creativity into them other than it just being like this is you know this is raw this is smackdown like you'd normally get in a yeah in a wrestling game you've got like tommy dreamer's got like a house of hardcore arena and also the game's own version of the old dcw hammerstein ballroom um the major brothers um cardona and myers have a wrestling figure slash rest like plastic wrestling ring based <laughs> arena because they have their own wrestling figure podcast um and warhorse's arena is literally in hell um because he's like that i guess i don't really know too much about warhorse but i know he's supposed to be like metal as fuck and all that sort of thing so yes his ring and his his arena is in hell um yeah 10 pounds of gold is also pretty straightforward it's it's basically a story mode with no real story other than you're trying to win the championship and you can pick whoever you want um so yeah no it's, it's, it's a fun little thing i can boot up on my switch every now and then um, especially as yeah. I say, the Switch is severely lacking in good wrestling games. Um, although it does, in a lot of ways, just make me wish Fire Pro was on the Switch as well because I'd play the hell out of that. Um, it's weird that it isn't. Yeah, it seems like it'd be a nice fit for it, but no, oh, well, oh well. Yeah, um, and then finally, yeah, this, this is the big one. <laughs> the thing that's been o- occupying most of my time um, was Hearthstone's Forged in the Barrens expansion and the core set being introduced as well so uh, so we spoke about this last week mm. but the, the 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 core set is basically replacing the basic yes set of cards the basic they are the classic re- set yeah they are rejiggering everything around it's essentially like a like a curated set of cards where they've gone through all of the previous expansions and basically picked out what they think is going to create something of a balanced and fun meta. Um, although there are people already complaining, but that's that's nothing new. That's 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 always going to be the case, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and the, the expansion itself with Fortune in the Barons um, is is a new expansion of 135 new cards, um, and it's the 17th expansion of Hearthstone's lifespan. Um, I'd say, yeah, it obviously is extra interesting this time around with ha- both having a new expansion and the core set coming in at the same time, um, as the core set would obviously drastically alter the main tools a lot of the classes rely on and have relied on mm. for like the eight years Hearthstone's been out. Um, speaking personally, it's stuff like a lot of the control warrior tools like shield block and stuff that I don't personally have anymore as a warrior main. Um, a lot of the bursty mage spells as well, um, like frost bolts and things like that have been taken out. Um, just to kind of try and broaden the horizons in terms of the decks that are made, because they can get a bit samey, even after they release a new expansion. It's like, okay, well, I have this Burst Mage deck. Well, this new expansion's come out. Uh, what new things can I add to this? Instead of creating an entirely new deck archetype, it's just supplementing an old one, which isn't strictly the most fun thing. Yeah, it's force, forcing your hand a little bit. Yeah, um, a um, lot of the old cards have been buffed as part of the new core set as well. Stuff like Lord Jaraxxus, Dru- uh, Druid stuff has like Druid of the Claw and Shaman has like Fire Elemental. They're cards that were already good, but have since been buffed now that a lot of the other cards that would make them broken have either been removed or changed as well. It's kind of opened up the design doors a little bit um, for them to actually buff cards because buffing cards in Hearthstone has has been 
a dirty word in <laughs> a contentious issue so if many you will. so many years people wanted cards to be buffed but but blizzard would just they would just nerf what was good but they would never buff <laughs> what was bad um and i feel like they're, they're actually starting to open up a bit more with with that kind of mindset now that they've introduced this core set and they have buffed so many cards in in this in this core set so yeah that's no, pretty cool it's 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 very it's very interesting it's still very interesting to me how they deal with card design in mm. the hearthstone because they're not like i've said this before like they're not beholden to a physical yeah version of the game so if they need to buff or de you know or deeper or nerf a card right like, away. they can just do whatever <laughs> they fuck want yeah um it's it's interesting whenever you watch any of these card reveal streams where they usually play a couple of games with the new cards before they come out it's usually like a week beforehand um and you kind of get a bit of the developers insights on why they introduced this card why they might have changed this card instead um and a lot of the reasoning that they always give is because they just some of the cards would just stifle what they could do design wise because it would make this new strategy they want to introduce broken if this card remains the way it is. So the way that they've changed so much this time around, I feel like it's opened the design space so much more. Um, I bet they, I bet some designers are breathing a proper sigh of relief on this. They can probably just have a lot more fun with it now, now that some pretty intrusive cards have been removed um, that were in the basic and classic sets. Now that they've been taken out, it kind of it can open up class identity a bit more. And maybe it means that, yeah... For instance, rogues aren't all about weapons and drawing spells. Maybe they can have a different archetype get introduced now that they don't have this core set, well, this basic set of cards that very much funneled you in that direction. Um, in terms of the expansion itself and my kind of experience with it, I opened about 100 packs overall. <laughs> um, so the, the mega bundle that you can buy, which is the big bundle that gives you all of the extra bells and whistles as well, that gives you 85 um, and then I had some gold saved up anyway, um, so I kind of rounded it up to about 100. Um, I unpacked a few of the legendaries I was looking for because that, that's usually the main kind of focus when you're unpacking um, a new expansion's worth of packs is that you'll you'll usually get a lot of the, the basic stuff, the commons, the rares, and, and a fair amount of the epics as well. But the legendaries are the ones that are really going to kind of determine what kind of decks you'll be able to make when you mm. when you kind of open all your packs. Um, so I did get a few of the ones I was looking for. I got both of the warrior ones, which was my main concern because warrior is my main class, um, as well as the one of the new priest ones um, called Zyrella, who seems really cool. Um, otherwise, I ended up also ended up with a couple of ones that I didn't particularly want, um, but I'm not sure if they'll be any good yet because the meta still hasn't really fully shaken out. So I haven't got rid of them yet, but. I'm probably I'm thinking about it so that I can yeah, make some other stuff that I want to. Yeah, uh, you, you might as well while the meta is not uh, is not s stable. So you that when it does stabilize and you know these cards might or may you know you, like you said mm. it's a fifty fifty chance they whether they're going to be, be going <laughs> to be good. But like at least you at least you'll be having fun while the meta is. Yeah, make make your own meta, Jacob. Oh man. Well, what if you became the meta leader? I don't know that concept. <laughs> I've always just net decked. Uh, <laughs> um, it's the best way to play sometimes. Yeah. Uh, um, especially because one of the one of the uh, legendaries that I got that I'm not too 
sure about is a golden legendary as well um hmm. which is worth a lot of dust and i can basically craft a whole new legendary just on that one alone um so i'm like hopefully i mean if the card's good then fine if not then at least i can disenchant that and get something else that i, that I want pretty easily um as, as i said in the um group chat to you guys when on the night that i opened everything um I ended up with roughly about two thirds of the cards for the eight decks that I wanted, um, but n- not enough for a single complete one. It is always the case. Always the case. <laughs> it, it ranged from about 18 to 24 cards per deck that I had. But funnily enough, it wasn't actually the expansion cards with the stuff that I was missing. Um, it was because I took such a break. Um, from Hearthstone for about six to nine months um, last year, it was some of the old sets that I didn't partake in. Oh, that I didn't have the stuff for that was still pretty good. That was still in the rotation, um, and still yeah was needed as part of these decks. So I had everything from the new stuff, but it was actually the old stuff that I didn't have that made these decks work. Um, so I had to make some difficult choices, as obviously I didn't want to invest too much in decks that would be bad um, as i could only pick and choose a few to complete based on the dust that i had um ended up taking the plunge on a watch post based warrior because watch posts are one of the new kinds of cards introduced um and also a controlly spell priest as i got this zyrella legendary card um what do the what do the watch posts do uh, they all have varying effects uh, depending on what one you use so for instance one of them you can put it on the board all of them can't attack so they're like stationary things you just plop on the board but you can't attack directly anything with them um but for instance, one of them is whenever your, min- your opponent summons a minion, you get a 2-2 minion in response. Um, there's also one that buffs your minions every time your opponent uses spells. So they're like just kind of stationary things you put to the side um, that would kind of, yeah, have various effects based on what your opponent does. And it kind of, it shuts down sometimes what some strategies that your opponent wants to do because they don't want to give you too much stuff off of this watch post. Um and also kind of by proxy they also have taunt because people don't want to leave them up even though it doesn't have the taunt keyword in a lot of instances it will often take a lot of flack and a lot of the kind of heat off your other minions because they want to get rid of those first so they're pretty good in that kind of sense um there's also a legendary card that i did get which basically when you play it you get a five five minion for every watch post that you've played that game which usually results in about three or four coming out so you have about five 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 minions off of one turn which is a pretty good swing turn i would say oh absolutely um yeah and then also had this kind of controlly spell priest as well with the zyrella card that's actually working really well it's probably my favorite deck i'm playing right now is the priest one which uh i wasn't expecting but no it's pretty fun um also kind of had a look in my collection because i was like i've got these two decks that i am using but about six other ones that i'd like to try out um and then i discovered the the, the hearthstone life hack that's come in with this core set um being brought in <laughs> in that because i've been given a bunch of legendaries in the core set that i already had i could disenchant the ones that were already in my collection because you can't disenchant the cards you've been given as part of the core set because they'll get taken away from you at the end of the year you'll be given the new set when the next year comes around yeah um but yeah i had a bunch of these legendaries that i already had that i that were part of the core set so i couldn't do anything with the core set ones but i could disenchant the duplicate ones that were already in my collection because i'm not going to play wild if i'm honest and that's really the only purpose that they have anymore is 
playing non-standard stuff, which I just won't do because um, it's an unbalanced, crazy mess. Um, so yeah, I ended up disenchanting a lot of the old duplicate legendaries that I had that were part of the core set. So that freed up a lot of dust. So I was able to craft three more decks, um, a Secret Paladin, a Frenzy Rush Warrior, and a Murloc Shaman. Um, they all seem pretty okay at the lower ranks, although I did only see after sinking about 6,000 dust into the Murloc Shaman that the person who made it had a win rate of 3 and 15 with it. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, I've put a lot of resources into this deck that might not work out. Um, but it seems okay so far. I'm just not probably not going to use it at higher ranks once I reach high enough on the ladder. Um, as I say, people are already complaining about the meta as well, but that's not particularly new. Um, I'm enjoying all of the changes. There's still some bullshit, obviously, to be sure, but it's different bullshit, and therefore it's slightly <laughs> more interesting in that kind of sense. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm having fun with it. It's making me want to play the game even when I don't have quests, which is pretty new for me, because usually I just play to do my daily quests, and that's about it. But where the meta currently stands right now and with all the new kind of toys to play with i'm like i'm just playing the game normally without even any kind of overarching weekly or daily quests to do um also another big part of it that makes me want to kind of continue playing it even when i don't have quests is that they've uh, revamped the rewards track as well like the battle pass sort of thing um it was 50 levels before um and it's now 100 um with a better and kind of more varied spread of rewards across the reward track um ultimately it is better off for the player in the sense that more is being offered but also it is spread out a lot nicer so the pacing of your progression is a lot better um yeah uh this seems like they've gone they've done the um opposite of what magic did oh really i remember you saying uh, that magic had a, a battle pass that was 100 Levels. Yeah, so so it's so, a so hundred level. It's a hundred level. Well, so it's ninety nine levels plus one hundred. That is just uh, signified as infinity. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, there there so, was that at the end of the Hearthstone one as well. Um, but it sounds like Blizzard are much smarter than Wizards. With uh, the last couple battle passes have always been a lot worse off compared to say a year ago. Oh really? Uh, like rewards wise, like you know you're getting something every level which is fine but it's always like well this time last year this battle pass gave us you know a hundred pounds worth of this mm. this time we're only getting 25 pounds worth of oh, this man. but more of these things that aren't really worth anything and this time and like this this battle pass at the minute is giving like four times worth of like particular cards okay which is fine for filling up the collection i think that's a smart move yeah. but it's only masking the fact that they re- they've reduced how many like how much of the paid currency the actual kind of get. value of the battle yeah pass, the actual yeah. value um so and there's no real worth to these cards like in any other version of magic mm. so it's just like eh, whatever i'll buy it anyway because yeah. at least it, at least you know i get the little you know dopamine push of doing something with myself well yeah i i i because there is a you can progress along the rewards track for free on Hearthstone, but there is also a paid version that yeah. I did also drop money on, which I I felt really dirty about when I did it and had to spend a while justifying it because it's like an extra twenty quid on top of Oof. everything I'd already yeah. spent. But yeah, I, I I ultimately do think it does help my enjoyment of the game because obviously I am getting more out of it. I think the twenty pounds will end up kind of 
evening out once I do play through the rewards track. I think it is ultimately worth it as long as you can obviously make that initial kind of payment. Um, the rewards themselves, I mean, it's, it is your standard kind of there's gold and packs and, and stuff like that. So there, there's yeah. actual kind of value in that sense for it, but also cosmetic stuff as well, you know, golden cards, new hero portraits, um, even diamond cards, which are things that they've introduced into the game now. There's only a couple Ooh. of them, um, which are new. And yeah, they look they look super cool. I'm trying to think if there's any equivalent to it in something like Magic Arena. But basically it's um, cards that are animated like the golden cards, but they're no longer confined to the borders of, of the card. Yes, uh, Magic quite literally has yeah. that. Uh, so they've introduced those into Hearthstone now. Um, largely speaking, they seem to be kind of premium rewards. Like you get one of them for buying the battle pass. Um, the other one that is currently available is one that you get for getting twenty five legendaries from the new expansion, which is going to take a long time. Um, yeah, the, it, they're not the, supposed to be what, that common, I don't think. Uh, no, the ones in Magic are usually like rewards for like events and uh, filling out the mastery pat, the mastery hmm. trees in the in the. Um, in the battle pass uh they are the ones in hearthstone as weird as the ones in magic in that some of the cards don't really work with the stuff because like i think every card has this borderless mm. style in magic oh, right. uh, okay. near enough uh some of them don't work as well as others so uh, as in like the the art will loop back around itself <laughs> so you can so like the so like i had the um I, I think they fixed some of them, but like so, sometimes, uh, uh, like um, there was a there was some art with a sword, some mm. guy with his arms crossed with his swords going across. Yeah, I think it was Lanoir elves. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I I remember that. Art. Yeah, and so, but the swords would like the two tips of the swords are like just off screen, like yeah, because the arts cut off because the art's been zoomed in a little bit mm. to make it borderless and then you can see the two tips oh, no. coming around the other end and oh, it's just like ah, 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 this is so bad it's something that's supposed uh, to be like a premium reward as well <laughs> yeah um, there's only two of them in the game right now diamond cards in hearthstone and i think they're specifically picking ones that will look good um because Blademaster Samuro, the one you get for the Battle Pass, is actually a pretty okay card, but the the other one for getting the 25 legendary cards, Brew Khan, um, that is not a very good legendary card, but it, <laughs> but the artwork is one of the ones that would work in this diamond kind of scenario. So I think they've picked it because it looks good, not strictly because yeah, it's not, a very good not card. Because of, but also to Blizzard, I'm going to guess every card's a good card. Of course. In the right, um, in the right so, instances, yeah. In the right instances, so you know, fuck you. Take, take, You're take your lump, take gun. your, take your diamond shit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I mean that that that's pretty much the extent of it. Um, overall, yeah, it's, it's some of the most fun I've had with Hearthstone in a long time. I was I was already enjoying it quite a lot um, recently um, in the lead up to the expansion, and having it on my iPad has helped so much. Um, in me just kind of be able to pick it up and put it down as I want to. Cause before then my laptop didn't run it too well, or I'd have to come up to the rumpus room and, <laughs> Oh yeah, that, it was, it was a bit yeah. of a pain to play it. And I think that's kind of why I stopped. And I don't particularly like playing the phone version cause it's too crunched down. Um, yeah, I, the iPad's I, a lovely I, medium and yeah. The, yeah. The, I've, I have uninstalled arena from my phone <laughs> because it was, 
I mean, if half the time is too small for me, then yeah, I don't dread to think what the Magic the Gathering one would have been like. Um, yeah, yeah, but like you said, both 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 games, iPad is a nice happy medium. Yeah, um, both have the concessions, but hey, being able to play that thing on the couch without having to load up my entire fucking computer yeah. <laughs> um, or suffer the the MacBook version mm. is is a joy lovely and yeah lovely. it's just been a good time having all these nice new things i can play with it's a new toy box oh yes that i paid uh, too much money for <laughs> but, you know uh, that's me and blizzard so <laughs> that's, that's you and blizzard well uh speaking of like um spending too much money oh uh I, I i've seen credits roll on monster hunter oh yeah monster hunter Rise. already okay already uh, you say already like it kind of comes out of fucking nowhere did it not feel like, like the final boss it felt like the like the end to the first act oh no um like the the the, the big monster that's causing trouble and it's just like oh i i the, oh okay it's finished like there's quests and stuff that unlock afterwards, you know, higher ranks mm. and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, obviously I've got to go grind this boss out to go get his armor yeah. and everything. But still, like, they build this monster as a giant threat and I sort of put him down within 15 minutes. Is this the Magna Malo? The Magna Malo. Um, you know, like, I figured out his shtick and mm. it was basically just like, okay, um, while <laughs> pretty standard hunt this it even it, it was even in the first area it doesn't even have its own like special oh, that's kind of a bummer. Sp- special theme you know it's just sort of like happens and you know but then they do you know capcom have said like hey end game stuff is coming at the end of april hmm. uh we are regularly going to be updating this game with stuff yeah fair um on. so that's fine um but at the same time i'm sort of like uh now what do I have to go for? And it's just like, okay, well, the quests are still pretty fun. Hmm. Um, I'm still you can just throw on every now and then. Yeah, it's what I've been doing. Like before bed, yeah. I'll I'll do like a couple hunts and then I'll go to sleep. Hmm. But it, uh, yeah, I, it just sort of comes out of fucking nowhere. It's just like completely left field. Like, oh, credits. Yeah, because you were like, really high uh, on this last week. Yeah, um, and I'm still and, and I, I'm still really high on it because it's you know a lot of the stuff that they've you know introduced and a lot you know the, the only the only thing now is that i have found an issue with the game Ooh. which is the rampage missions okay uh, which are dog shit <laughs> uh they are tower defense games tower def- it's a tower defense mode but from the perspective of a monster hunter hmm. thing so it's not a top down view you are just still your one dude in this large area yeah. um having to deal with uh a waves of waves of weaker monsters coming af- coming at you mm. and they'll knock down a thing and it's very clearly designed for multiplayer yeah um and the thing is i don't have anyone to play this game with mm. uh, at the minute so it's sort of like and, and you can clearly see like the the more it ramps up and the more difficult it gets it's like oh shit this is just gonna get 
worse and worse oh. the deeper it goes. It's a shame and that like, Monster Hunter is does still struggle with that because I remember that's the point that I hit with World was I kind of got to a point in the game where you really do have to play with people to start beating some of the harder stuff. Yeah, and uh, kind of on principle, I didn't want to do it, so I was like, "No, I'm going to do it single player because you're trying to funnel me into multiplayer, and I don't want to do it." Um, yeah, so, and then so it's I just like couldn't do it, uh, and I stopped playing the game. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of the um, hub quests, which are like specifically designed for multiplayer stuff. It's like hmm. some of the the, the 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 more you look into them, the more you like killed these two monsters, and it's like this would take an actual half hour to do at this point in the game. So, you know, I'm, I'm starting to see like the, where, you know, I'm starting to have like uh personal um, goals hmm. almost like, you know, Hey, the goal of the game is to grind out as much shit as possible and beat all the quests. Like, that, that's, that's, that's the goal. But like, to me at the minute, it's more of like, okay, no, I want to do this quest where I'm beating these two monsters Hmm. at the same time um but these rampage quests are shit it's just (laughs) it's just like prevent them from knocking down the gate and by the time you can by the time you've gotten over there and started whacking them they've already knocked down the first gate the second gate and now they're on the third gate and then it's just like you know put some put some ammo uh put some uh like uh defenses down Hmm. Um, you know, so you can set up like automatic cannons and stuff, but then they start destroying those, and you sort of just like, oh fucking hell! <laughs> and then and then they bring out the big monster, you know, of that of that wave, and it's just like, oh, yeah. oh right, okay, yeah, this is where the where, this is where you would need six other people, you know, <laughs> the the five other people, because I think there's six player. I think oh, they wow. can be up to six players in um, the rampage stuff. Six players um, and their dogs. And their dogs. Uh, I think. I think you can only bring in a pet, otherwise yeah. it would get a bit too Mental. ridiculous. So I think. It, <laughs> so I think it, everyone would just choose the dogs. I actually, I would probably choose the palamu, uh, the palico, because um, I have mine currently set to uh, be a healer. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the poison monsters are now completely rendered inert because it's just like they drop down like. <laughs> a cure on the floor hmm. and they just stand in the uh the big spooter um <laughs> get covered in the in the magic dust yeah. and then fuck fuck back off again yeah. um but yeah like outside of the rampage stuff and like the kind of abrupt ending hmm. sort of thing which very clearly like they are going to be expanding on as the game gets you know oh definitely yeah Hey, it's only been out for a couple of weeks, and it's gonna—it's a basically a service game at this point, right? Uh, just without the always online component. Mm. Like, but I do have to say, like, other than it running at sixty frames, uh, at thirty frames, you know, like the mm-hmm. suppose the, the PC version that's coming next year is gonna be sixty. Okay. Um, and the Switch emulator version, which people, which is very nefarious, <laughs> uh, because the Switch basically runs on a version of Android, uh, mm. people have figured out, like, hey, we can make this emulator work pretty well. Mm. Um, it's already working at, um, uh, it's already working at sixty as well. Mm. So, but the the like, I have to say, like the loading times and like ju- connecting online and stuff like that is almost ins- it, it, like loading times between like quests and you know hmm. hub area etc but like traveling between the hub area and like going into the different sections is very quick 
um, yeah, and yeah. going between quest and you know starting you know prepping and going yeah. to a quest is like 15 seconds at most especially like so if there is a more powerful switch coming along the lines i'm expecting oh, those slow yeah. times to drop even more um it's just a yeah it's i'm having a great time with it Weird. i'm just kind of i'm just kind of like a little bit bemused that it was <laughs> ended so so soon yeah um or not ended but like sort of just like ah the story's done we're kind of like yeah the, <laughs> the, the basic story of the game yeah yeah, like I and again, I didn't care about any of the story stuff anyway. True, but still, like to see credits like at twenty something hours in, mm. is still Unusual. wild. <laughs> yeah, like when you when when you actually like look at how many quests I've done at to that point, mm. and it's just like, uh, uh, yeah. really, yeah. really. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's all I've been playing. Oh, wow. as well, just that's the monster hunter. Just the Monster Hunter and Fantasian. Wow. Um, I do have that plat- new Platinum game installed on my iPad. What so is I'll try that, that, by the way? I've no idea. Oh, I, what's it, it called? <laughs> uh, b- 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 oh, I thought you meant as I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what, I was what like, is it? Oh, um, Platinum game. <laughs> oh. Because I'm like, uh, I'll play a Platinum game. <laughs> oh, it look, kind of looks like Okami, actually. Oh, rad. Uh, World, of World of Demons. Demons. That's why I couldn't remember the name because it is <laughs> pretty uh, generic. It's pretty generic. Uh, yeah, it, it, it dropped it out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, fair one. Is this on <laughs> arcade as well? Yeah. Yeah, rad. Uh, I will give that a download. Oh, yeah, that's did, cool. Yeah, I connected my PS4 controller to my iPad. And works like a that dream. Works. <laughs> Surprisingly so. Honestly, I. I used to do um when i was playing like genshin in in bed obviously because my playstation's downstairs um but i used to play genshin in bed on my laptop with remote play um yeah. the connection was pretty chunky sometimes but it seems to work really really smoothly on the ipad so yeah i literally turn the ps5 on with my ps5 remote then connect my ps4 controller to my ipad and set up remote play so i'm playing my ps5 with a ps4 controller through my ipad and it works really well <laughs> that's that's a considering it's on ipad anyway yeah yeah it's pretty good it's like but you yeah, can't log no. in that's the thing oh because the, the playstation, PlayStation accounts are separate to absolutely everything so oh. all of my friends can play it on their phone they can play it on the pc they can play it on their tablet whereas i'm literally stuck <laughs> on playstation um so i have to find oh, alternative no. means of playing it on things like my ipad but it works fine uh, it all works good it works fine yeah um and i think is there anything else no that'll be all no that'll be all uh right so yeah next week podcast will be exclusively about wrestling wrestlemania uh because the road to wrestlemania is about to end yeah. and drop off to a very steep cliff and who knows what we're gonna uh, do with with the fantasy beans uh i don't know how that's gonna work whether we're gonna have to pick new teams or if it just rolls on we, with the current ones i don't know it will be it'll be a new we'll adventure for us all on the day on the day uh we'll figure out what happens uh yeah thank you very much jacob good, man. goodbye